Hey Thumbers, welcome to our first episode of Hyper Heroes in 2018. I'm chewing some candy because mm, 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 because we good. got a special gift from yeah. our homie Chris Hardy. Yeah, from Wales. Cool. Special story about this gift <laughs> that he gave okay, us. Okay, let's oh, hear where's it. the card? Oh, there it is. Okay. So you want to you want me to read off the card? Yeah, read it off the okay. card because it's okay. he could probably say it better than I can. So this is a Christmas card that Chris sent us. Thank you again so much for sending this. Yes. Uh, I, was like, I, I thought I was holding okay. upside down. Uh-huh. So I opened it up. I we we opened this today, and it says with an asterisk. I first attempted to send this care package to you in October 2016. Mm-hmm. That's quite a few months 2016. back. 2016. For God knows what reason, it was returned to me in South Wales this December 2017. So sorry. Oh no. Over a year ago, yeah. he sent it. Yeah. And then almost a year later, he got it back. Did uh-huh. it travel the world? What happened? It, it, it went around have. the world in 80 days, apparently. Fingers crossed it reaches you this time. We did it. Ta-da. We did it. We it did, did it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it also says to Augustine, Adam, Hector, and all the Hyper team, Merry Christmas and a very happy new year from Chris Hardy at Chris Hardy 01. Thank you Thank so you. much. Chris. Thank so you so much, Chris. Uh, Chris is a big fan of the show. He watches it with his family every Saturday morning while they eat breakfast. That's so amazing. Um, we have yeah, to stop so swearing. We have to Yeah, stop we have swearing. to. <laughs> we swear I, too goddamn I, much. I talked to him about it. He's like, nah, dude. You guys, <laughs> like, you guys are cool. Don't even worry it's, about it. But it's really cool, though, because... We've had so many people who have Instagram stories and Instagram yeah, photos yeah. of them watching our show. I, know. I yeah, love it. Cool. So cool. I love it. It's so awesome. Guys, if you do that, please make sure you tag us on Twitter or Instagram yeah, or love to see wherever kind of because it's it's really cool to know that people all around the world are watching our show. Uh, it's very, guy, very cool. There was a guy who was like cross he was crossing India. Did you see that one? Yeah. He was crossing India and he bus. was watching us on oh, his phone yeah. on the bus. That's that was insane. Cool. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I also did put out a post on our community tab on YouTube asking for people uh if you guys right. were interested in volunteering right. and maybe helping us translate this show. So we have it set up where you can submit uh, a closed captioning in your own language. Yeah. And because of our analytics, you know, I took a look and we're our biggest audiences outside of English-speaking countries yeah. are places like Germany, France, okay. Sweden, okay. the Philippines, Brazil, wow. uh, Spain. Where else? I know we got a lot of fans in Mexico, but did that Mexico, pop up? Mexico that's was another a, one. That, okay. That's a list of countries we have to visit now, guys. Yeah, I know. Like, real. Real. seriously, that's our, that's our Hyperheroes around the world. That'd be the world. awesome. That would be so cool. If that would, we could yeah, do that. That would be way cool, guys. If you guys want us to do that, let us know in the comments <laughs> below. We'll figure out a way to do it. Because goddamn, we're determined <laughs> we'll as hell. Kind of we'll figure out a way on? to win the lottery. So yes. we yeah. can do that exactly. <laughs> but if you guys speak any of the languages in those countries and you're interested, let us know. Go to the community tab and let let me know and let us know if you're interested in doing that because I think it'd be really cool if we could share the show yeah. with uh, with more people in your country and yeah, more people agreed. internationally agreed. in general. The auto-generated ones, they only auto-generate in English, yeah. so it's kind of useless yeah, we're for not, a lot of people. We're not there yet. We're not at Star Trek yet. We're, yeah, we're not there yet. Universal Translate. <laughs> no, we're no, getting no. there. We're getting there. Yeah, no. um, but yeah, so if you want to submit, uh, please go ahead and do so. I know it's kind of a big task, yeah, uh, is, because you know is. these shows end up being kind of an hour long. We also have trailer reactions we, we and reviews. Sometimes we ramble. Sometimes yeah. we talk over each other. Like That's right just now, the of it. just like right now, <laughs> it's um, only it really like there's no pressure. Obviously, no, it's not, of like, not. but it would just be like a really cool thing. And it's a thing of like if you're somebody who you can afford to do that, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. I know English and I know this other language, and yeah. I could translate it, and then other people that speak another language could then maybe watch these videos. Yep. That would be rad. But it's not like a it's not like a no pressure situation. It's a no pressure. 
pressure no, situation. No, no pressure situation. We're not going to yeah. get mad if we're not dubbed in or, or subbed in yeah. German when, when we, <laughs> yeah. you know. So. Which would be awesome if one day we could dub everything. <laughs> House, housekeeping almost over so we can crack these oh, ears open. Just crack, crack them open. open. Yeah, let's We've crack got, them open. Uh, are these also from Chris? So these, these are. are also, so this whole package is from Chris. Innis and uh, Gun. Innis and Gun Blood Red Sky is mm. the beer that we're drinking tonight. It looks, uh, I'm <laughs> imagine this is a, wa- a Welsh is this a is this a beer from I, Wales? I have no idea. I, I think so. Well, let's see. Let's take a look. It says Innocent Gun Brewing Company, established two thousand three, six point eight alcohol percentage. <laughs> I like you. Um, Edinburgh. Ed- wow. Where does it say that? Crescent, Edinburgh. Yeah. Addresses are different in the United States. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. I'm sure Chris will tell us somewhere. <laughs> Chris will go in the comments and be like, let so me address you. Like, and even though this is from thinking. overseas, I was going to say, with this name, it still sounds like it could be a southern beer. Innocent gun. Innocent gun. Hey, man, crack open an innocent gun. Like We're having some blood red sky. It's innocent like something you and gun. Keller would drink. Yeah, we would drink innocent gun. Yeah, <laughs> innocent gun. Like. Dick and Johnson. You need some Dick and Johnson. Innocent gun. And then what kind of candy? We have uh, Rotundry, Rontree? Fruit Pastilles. Rontrees. Fruit round Pastilles. Trees. Yeah, these are all fruit, round tutti trees. Tutti Fruities. And then he also fruit gave gums. us some uh, chocolate oranges, My favorite yeah. tutti which tutti I love. I'm going to crack one of these open right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> Hector, you're going to demolish that. You're going to demolish it right now I in the will. hour. You're going to have such hey guys, a sugar rush by the end of the show. I'm so glad to be back. Our last episode of 2017 was so much fun. It was yeah. so much fun. Back yeah. That we, I think we, like, Adam, you told us, we're like, okay, for first episode 2018, we're doing the, the look forward. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know about you, Augustine, but I was like, Cool, awesome. That's yeah. I know, so I, know, fun. I know how much you love to categorize things and <laughs> how much do. you love lists. Oh, I love. So it. I was like, Both. oh, this is Hector's thing. Yeah. Today. yeah and yeah. originally, for the last episode of last year, we were gonna combine them, and it was gonna be uh, best movies of yeah. 2017, and then most anticipated 2018. And I thought, well, when we come back, there's not really gonna be much to talk about. Yeah. There's there's a couple things that have broken the yeah. last couple days, mm-hmm. but generally over the holiday, it's been very nothing, very quiet. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. Like, everyone's been on Black holiday. Widow movie script. And yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. that stuff next week. We'll, we'll yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, that and the, and the shifting uh, release schedule for Deadpool sure, and, sure. X, and the new mutants and stuff. Yeah. But we thought, you know, if we're going to kick off the year, you really have to go through and talk about, like, what's really coming. Yeah, definitely. And it kind of worked out perfectly. <laughs> wow. It kind of worked out perfectly this way <laughs> because now, now New Mutants is no longer... I don't think it... I honestly don't think it was on any of our lists to begin with. Mm-mm. It wasn't. But... There's our list. They're not wasn't. on there. No. I, I mean, we can talk about it of all the superhero movies, but yeah. it, uh, of the... Um, I'll say this. Of the X-Men movies, now, I think Deadpool 2 was still... Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. I kind of looked at when you asked us for the top five most anticipated superhero movies mm-hmm. and even top anticipated movies, one of the things that I'm factoring in is like, well, have I seen this before? And if I've seen it before, if it's a part two for something I've seen before but loved, mm-hmm. I still am looking forward to it. But it may be notched a little bit below something that's like I've never seen that before. So right, with New right, Mutants right. and Deadpool 2, I'm looking forward to Deadpool 2 and I know it's going to be super fucking funny. But there's yeah. a part of me that after that trailer, I was like... New Mutants is going to be a horror film. Yeah, right, very right. different X-Men. I can't, be different, very yeah. different X-Men, as opposed to X-Men Dark Phoenix, which as far as we know is some of the same. Continuation. So I'm like, okay, kind of a part three of, or a part four. Yeah, this like you know, rebooted X-Men movie. Or a yeah, part two of the new young cast. But there's yeah. still, it's a, there's a continuation factor. There, there isn't with New Mutants. You basically just define it by saying it's a part two, yeah. a part four, and a part three. Yeah, <laughs> come on. And, and then like a part like eight. To yeah, something or, like or something of the whole. So oh, before we get started on this yeah, list, yeah. Uh, let's cheers to Chris for giving us this stuff. Cheers, to cheers. Chris. Cheers to all the fans. Cheers to all. We're watching. Cheers to you guys for hanging plus. out. Hyper RPG and everybody. Naeem, cheers to the new year. I'm cheersing nothing. Thank you. 
Naeem gave us a right. pantomime cheers. Thank you, Naeem. I oh, say, that's got good flavor. It's really good. I say we start from the bottom yep. and then we go up. Yep, I agree. You guys want to start yeah, superhero yeah, yeah. movies or save that to the end? I mean, everybody kind of knows superhero movies. Superhero, Let's do superhero movies, movies, and we'll yeah. do. Okay. So we broke this. We broke this list into two parts. It's top five most anticipated superhero movies, and then it's a top ten list of most anticipated general movies of the whole year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my number five uh, is the only movie from this company this year. We were supposed <laughs> to get another movie. We were supposed to get The Flash, mm-hmm. but this year we're getting Aquaman, starring yep. Jason Momoa. He's coming back, obviously. Amber Heard is going to be in it. Willem Dafoe. Yep. Being directed by James Wan. Now James I put Wan. this movie. In my top five, mostly because it's kind of what you're saying. Even though it's part of a, it's part of the DC universe, yeah, it's part of a franchise. Yeah. We've never seen this before, and I feel like Aquaman is sort of an underdog, and people are kind of not. I don't want to say people are actively rooting against him, but they no, have in the past. Yeah, as a character, they think he's boring because all he does is talk to fish, and he can, all he can do is just swim, and he has powers underwater. Aquaman is actually a really badass character, and there yeah. he has so much to offer to the team. That's very unique. The fact that he can has so much control over the oceans, which is, you know, it it's the majority of what our planet is made of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to have that much power and to, to actually be able to communicate. And I thought it was really interesting, Justice League, when Bruce Wayne says to him, so can you talk to fish? And he's like, I think he says the ocean does the talking or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's how he kind of... Which I'm like, okay, how is that going to be interpreted in the Aquaman movie? Are they yeah, really going yeah. to somehow use that to their advantage and if it's not telepathic what is it exactly right right but i'm super intrigued to see atlantis yeah like that's something yeah. that it has been talked about in so many stories and books this is a comic book adaptation of that yeah. but i think james Wan, someone who really knows how to capture horror and intensity but also is really really good with action from the uh, fast and furious 8 mm-hmm. or furious 7 actually furious 7 you know he did he's done such incredible work so i'm super and the excited thing for about this movie. asgard is like or sorry atlantis is we've gotten asgard <laughs> exactly we've gotten the uh-huh. uh-huh. we've gotten now we're gonna get wakanda yeah so it's not something that um it can't be done or is going to be like i'm just looking forward to how they interpret it yeah, and right. i have all the faith that this massive movie is going to be able to pull this off mm-hmm. and 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 i was thinking about aquaman how you're saying he was a joke and I feel like even if you look back on Asgard and Thor before the Thor movie, he was a joke. Not as not as big of a joke because he wasn't as popular as Aquaman right. and, and, and known for something like the Super Friends. But Thor, remember his first theatrical mentioned appearance was Adventures in Babysitting. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, his character's whole character's oh, kind right, of played yeah. for laughs. You know what yeah. I mean? He's played by Vincent yeah. D'Onofrio and yeah. his whole character's kind of played for laughs. And, and even after that, he was always kind of, if you read certain comics that don't go into Thor and he's just in the Avengers in the background, he's just this big sort of a dumb, goofy you know, like Viking Norse right. guy with mm-hmm. long blonde hair, and it's and it's silly, and it's difficult. Him a ditzy blonde, it's difficult to to take that shit seriously. Up to two thousand three, he was kind of sameish in his style, and then he did Thor disassembled, Avengers disassembled, and Thor mm-hmm. Ragnarok. When he was brought back by J. Michael Straczynski, when he when they brought Asgard to Oklahoma. They kind of redesigned his costume. Do you remember that shit? That they is my of, favorite. I have that in, on amazing. trade paperback because it's the, an amazing run. And there's great balance of humor, but they actually did look at. The whole design, the whole classic right. Kirby stuff right. that as comic books go on, you can't always translate that straight up. Yeah. In certain aspects, you can. In Thor Ragnarok, you can. In that crazy space cosmic stuff, yeah. you can. But some of his very outlandish designs, they took those and they gave him like the metal 
um, the chainmail sort of around his arms and legs, mm-hmm. and it and it looked so good. And they still had yeah. those bright sort of Asgardian colors, but everything was kind of streamlined. Yeah. And so like kind of techie, kind of like yeah, ancient but kind of future yes. techie. Yeah. And so Thor has also been a character that has kind of been evolving, and only I would say in the past 10, 15 years mm-hmm. he's kind of been taken that seriously. Now the Walt Simons and stuff is great, but it's very over the top, mm-hmm. where he's turned into a frog, and you know mm-hmm. even the art is very dynamic, and he had mm-hmm. the big poofy cape mm-hmm. curls that go up to here, you know, to his head, and mm-hmm. it was very angular and Larger than life. So, mm-hmm. like, the stuff in the 2000s is when they try to, like, make it more realistic, I get. Yeah. Like, again, a lot of it, I feel, was like a thought experiment of if Thor was a movie, mm-hmm. how would we do it? It's Cut also, to the, the yeah. new 52, Jeff Johns did the same thing with Aquaman. If Aquaman yeah. was yeah, a movie, yeah. what would these six six issues be as, like, mm-hmm. a 40-minute like to an hour, hour-and-a-half-long movie? You had the trench. You had those creatures, that Atlantean, you yeah. know, those fish people. You had Aquaman walking into a diner in in uh i think it was maine or wherever uh, wherever like in the northeast he was from Mm -hmm. and he ordered the fish yep and people were looking at him like he can you do that he's like he's like dude i'm I'm, i grew up here what do you you think we eat i'm half human yeah yeah exactly and so that whole that whole comic run especially in the beginning was served was made to like pitch him as a character yeah like why he's badass right so yeah well i think the justice league cartoon justified any type of badassness that you need for him just him if you haven't seen it (laughs) <laughs> There's a moment where he's introduced as the king, mm-hmm. and his 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 uh his kingdom is crumbling around him. Mm-hmm. He has a newborn son. He's pinned under his arm is pinned under a rock, and he has to save his son. This fool cuts off his own arm to go save his son. If you if you don't think that's badass, then you probably won't like anything Thor's coming up. Or <laughs> why do we keep why do we keep mixing it with They're Thor? Both big blonde Aquaman. guys. man. <laughs> Aquaman is gonna. If you don't like that, you're probably not gonna like anything Aquaman has to offer. But if that intrigues you, this Aquaman is probably gonna be something you're gonna want to see. Yeah. This movie did not make my list at all, though. Mm. This movie, uh, it's just I, I feel like there are too many other movies that I'm more excited about. There is, even though I love horror movies. I love James Wan. I think he's a talented director. Well, to Jason be fair, Moe. we haven't seen a trailer yet. We've only seen what we saw at Comic-Con. Right, and that so, was a little iffy for me. That we're, was we're, a little... We're going to see something a couple months into the year. Right. You know, and, and once we do, it'll... Uh, it'll I have I a think... very strong feeling we'll get our first look at Aquaman next month. Next month? Ooh, really? interesting. Have you Did a little birdie told you? For Black Panther. I mean, yeah, with Black Panther yeah. coming out, you think it's yeah. a... Per- it's either that or it's going to be with Star Wars. I feel mm-hmm. like... Or, or it could be another Warner Brothers movie that's coming out, but uh, mm-hmm. like Ready Player One. Could be. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. Yep. So my number fit number five and number fifth, and my number fifth one two three four fifth, fifth. we got the same one mm-hmm. the other DC movie <laughs> this year mm-hmm. the reason I picked it is because mm-hmm. last year the Lego Batman movie ended up being one of my favorite movies of the year yep. and what I loved about it was that and I was thinking about it on the way over here I'm like look I heard from somebody online and it's totally valid totally fair they prefer the original cartoon Teen Titans to Teen Titans Go. Obviously, Augustine and I's pick is Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which just had Teen a trailer Titans come out, yeah. and it worked for me. I oh, thought absolutely. that shit was funny because absolutely. it was like, I love Wonder Woman! Yeah. Wonder Woman! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Wonder Woman inspires people, and we do not. like it. <laughs> so what I loved about that trailer yeah. and what I was thinking about between the original Teen Titans show and this one, I would be disappointed if the original Teen Titans show, which was more serious, obviously, right. had a movie. Let me right. tell you why. Because I would want a live-action Teen Titans yeah. serious movie. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Of Absolutely. the two iterations of this, it's kind of like the Lego effect. Mm-hmm. Lego Batman getting his own movie, I'm like, go for it. Because mm-hmm. we're also getting live-action Batman movies. Exactly. I can understand people exactly. being, well, if we're going to have any Teen Titans movie, Look, man, the first time Wonder Woman was in a movie was the Lego movie. Yeah. And she was voiced by Colby Smulders. It yeah. wasn't even Gal Gadot mm-hmm. in Batman v Superman. So we all have compromises. We all have to, you know... Right. Um, but Teen Titans go with this type of show. I feel like it's perfect for a movie mm-hmm. because it's less serious, mm-hmm. but it's still it's not 
beholden to trying to tell a serious-ish story in an hour and a half. Exactly. And what I mean, what I mean by that is it could be the biggest kind of widest breach and exploration mm-hmm. and celebration of everything right. DC and Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. They can break those rules. They can do Titans from different eras. They mm-hmm. can do jokes that you couldn't do as many references mm-hmm. and, and, and little moments in a live-action Titans movie mm-hmm. because it would have to be like, okay, we're meeting this character and then this character and this is the setup and this is the villain and this is the story. But right. like, look at what the Lego Batman movie did. It was silly, but it still had, a, it had an emotional depth and it was silly shit, but if you look for full it, it was heart. there. It was full of heart. Full of heart. And it was an exploration about the psychology of Batman and how he was afraid of losing another family, which is why he was a loner. Like, that sounds dumb, mm-hmm. but that really hasn't been done in a movie, really. Really. Nope. To that level of, and, here's and, Dick Grayson. No, and he's, he's never Gordon. had any partners in the movie. Right. Exactly. So and if you think able, about it, that's a core of what, why Batman is Batman. And they were able to do a bunch of that stuff. And yeah. not just that, but the Lego Batman movie was an expo- was like a celebration of all DC stuff. You, yeah. We went to the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. all these references to all of Batman and pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I cannot with, wait with to the see... Short, with the small little cameo that Superman had in the Lego Batman movie... We like hit little um, little like knots to other iterations mm-hmm. of Superman, which exactly. I thought was so cool. Exactly, and voiced by Channing Tatum was yeah. hilarious. So mm-hmm. like, I believe that that same approach is kind of what got this movie greenlit. The fact oh, that absolutely. Lego Batman was as successful as it was. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the Teen Titans Go show, just like the original, <clears throat> I believe that the people that are working on that show love those characters. They love absolutely. Teen Titans. Yeah. They love the world. They love comics. Mm-hmm. And. I, like I tweeted out, I don't normally like fart jokes in movies for kids. That one worked for me. This the porcupine one, into the balloon man. The yeah. balloon man, it sounded like was voiced by Phil Lamar. So I'm already geeking out. I'm oh, like, really? I th- I'm oh, pretty sure it was. He's I like, know. oh, it was just air that came out of my butt. And then Raven goes, <laughs> yeah. which is a fart. Which is a fart. Like, <laughs> at, like, it's dumb, but it works. It's also kind of making fun of it. It is. It's well, making, the, you know. The show is very self-aware. Like, exactly. if you ever watch the show, it is very aware that it's a kid show. And that it could get canceled at any point because they yeah. reference it a lot. Oh, my <laughs> like God. Like, they talk about it. They're like, well, we don't even know if we're going to continue Did on. Did you see the one? I know. It's so meta. Did mm-hmm. you see the one where uh, Batman and Commissioner Gordon had a sleepover? And, <laughs> oh, and no. they're, they're, they're both having a sleepover at Wayne Manor like with, uh-huh. with, with, with jammies and sleeping bags. Uh-huh. But Batman still had the mask. Had and the then cowlock. Alfred kept coming in to see uh-huh. if they were asleep. And they kept pretending to be asleep. <laughs> And so they kept like waking up and and like watching TV and having shenanigans. So it's like that kind of shit. It's like it's they're hilarious. using these other characters. Yeah. It's super funny. It's yeah. going to be – I think it's just going to be really funny. And like I think that the the freedom that they have yeah. means that we're going to be able to get a ton of fun stuff that mm-hmm. you normally wouldn't be able to get in a, more, in a movie that would be taken more seriously, certainly. Yeah. But, you know, I want to see the Teen Titans – in a movie theater, yeah. and I'm going to get yeah. to do that, and hopefully later on down the line, maybe with the sex success of the show, mm-hmm. we'll get to see it in a live action format, mixing right. it up with other characters in some sort of a cinematic universe. Yeah. But for now, and we have the Titans live action show coming yeah, to man. DC's digital network, so I there's interest. There's definitely interest. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's all there. So basically, you you nailed everything on the head. It's kind of like even with like some of these characters, especially Beast Boy. To me, he's Greg Sipes, the voice. Yeah. It's so yeah. hard to separate, you know, that or Carrie Payton from, who's doing Cyborg. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love those versions. So it's kind of cool that they get to be the people that are bringing these characters to the screen right. for the first time. Yeah. And then later they'll be replaced by yeah. other live action iterations in our brain and blah, blah, Absolutely. blah, blah. So Absolutely. That's, we're excited yeah. about it. Adam, cool. what's your number four? <clears throat> four? My number four is a sequel that just got moved up two weeks. A squeak. So even better. Deadpool 2. A uh, lot of a lot of speculation about the title of this movie. Ryan Reynolds has been using hashtag maximum effort for everything. So a lot of people are like, is it going to be called maximum effort or what is it going to be called? Maybe. Um, I really, really enjoyed the first Deadpool movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. It kind of... It worked for me mostly because I love the fact that they treat it like a low-budget sort of R-rated action 
movie that kind of took me back to a lot of movies, a lot of action movies I like in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous and it's over the top. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like the fact that Fox was finally willing to let them kind of make that movie and try to stay true to, mostly stay true to who the character is from the comic books. Yep. The fact that they got Ryan Reynolds shepherding this whole thing, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick writing it. Perfect. You know, uh, they have David Leach instead of Tim Miller directing, but I'm a big fan of the John Wick movies. He directed the, he co-directed the first one and he did Atomic Blonde, which I actually really liked. So I'm I'm looking forward to this a lot. I'm looking to see how they're going to implement these new characters, uh, Cable, Domino, some of the returning characters like Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, Colossus, Cable. If he's a time traveling character, where does he come from? What's his backstory? How does it tie into the greater X Men universe? Does it at all? Mm-hmm. I love the fact Is that he Cyclops' son. Exactly. Yeah. I love the fact that Deadpool in the first movie references McAvoy and Stewart. Interesting to see how they're going to use all those things. And now we've got Ty Sheridan and we have James Marsden. Mm-hmm. You know, whose son are you? I love. That sort of comedy, that, that very much how it's very aware of like what it is and where it wh- like what universe it's contained in. Um, I wish they'd be able to put in a Fox Disney merger. Jokes, <laughs> they probably will. Maybe they they'll go back Adam, in and change something. Question: Are you at all worried that this next movie is going to suffer from either not being able to capture lightning in the bottle again, mm-hmm. or Fox execs execs getting their gruddy, grubby, greedy hands all right. over this shit? Um. No, I'm not worried because I think if the first Deadpool movie was made for, you know, $200 million and it was a flop, then I think, yes, they very much would be very nervous and scared about putting out another movie and they would want their hands all over it because they want to make sure that it's the best movie ever. Okay. With this, I think with them keeping the budget, as far as I know, fairly low, keeping with between that 60 to $100 million range. And it's basically the same team, minus Tim Miller. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds is really the guy who's been shepherding this project for years, for like 10 years he's been trying to make a okay. Deadpool movie. Okay. So I'm not as worried about it. I'm, I'm sure that there were some executives who went in and were like, well, now that, we, now that it was such a success, maybe we can do this. Mm-hmm. But I have a really strong feeling that Ryan Reynolds, more than likely, because he has the power technically to give me the ultimatum that if you do this, A, B, C, D, E, I walk. Yeah, I hope so. so. I really hope so. I have a lot of faith. I have a lot of faith in Ryan Reynolds and, and the writers and, and David Leach, the director. So I, I, I'm looking forward to it. And if it's kind of more of what we got in the first movie, but not not a repeat, not like a Hangover 2, mm-hmm. but it's that same style. But now we've elevated to a new level mm-hmm. and now we get to introduce cooler characters I think and a little more money to mm-hmm. do some cooler yeah. visual effects. Then yeah. I'm all for it. I think it. that's the only way you can move it forward. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. rehashing everything. No, if you hang over to it, you've killed it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you if you go the hangover two route, which it, I could easily see this movie doing, totally. but I'm hoping it doesn't. I'm 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 really hoping that they're smart enough to realize that yes, these characters need to evolve, and I don't want to hear the same jokes over again because yeah. that's the ultimate killer. I would lose all faith in any future Deadpool movies, basically, if anything like that happened. Yeah, but it's a big question mark for me, and that's why this movie didn't make my list at all. Mm-hmm. Deadpool two. What's your number? What's your Oh, my, my. <laughs> well, we skip me. Hang on. My number four. We'll no, kinda, Hector, we don't yeah, want to talk. defensive. We don't want to talk about you. We're going to brush over real quick because because I, I think this list is going to appear on somebody else's. Uh, this movie's going to appear on some other guy's list, uh-huh, so we'll just uh-huh. kind of skip over it. But The Incredibles two, mm-hmm. Brad Bird, twenty eighteen. Enough said. All right, moving on. Enough said. Augustine, well, uh, we're going to talk about this in length too. Yes. But my number four. Is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? Let's talk about it right now. We can talk about it right now. Because I mean, that's similar to Teen Titans Go. It's my number three. Spoiler alert! It's my number three. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't want to step on your toes. No, let's do it. Let's join forces. What I saw from this trailer, holy shit! 
this trailer was incredible. I I joined. I I went to animation school. Yeah. To try to do things like that. Yeah. Whenever I see things like that, it gets my juices going. Like I yeah. I want to draw. I want to be creative, and that kind of emotion that it comes out of me doesn't come out a lot because I don't see a lot of animation that inspires me that way. Because yeah. of, like I love Teen Titans Go. Right. I, I I love that show. It's a great show. I love the Ninja Turtles. I love the last show that made me feel this way was Avatar. I knew the it. last airbender I knew because it. the animation's on point the story's on point everything is so tight the they colors in the trailer look so the colors sick. So it's just gorgeous i maybe want to grab a bunch of markers and just <laughs> get on black yeah on black paper like, oh, yeah and just out. like make some crazy neon stuff but this movie uh to me personally it struck a chord because i feel like if if i had pursued animation even more that that's sort of what my style would would have yeah. developed oh that would have been a dream project to yeah, work on absolutely and i'm sure or, that or even like me personally like yeah. how i would have liked to develop my own artistic yeah style i'm sure my, there's men and women working on it right now and i'm just like oh, my, yeah, my favorite yeah. thing yeah. that you said about spider-man into the spider-verse was it'd be really cool that when we go into these different dimensions or these different universes yeah the art style changes based on yes, what absolutely. universe it's in. And that is drawing from the comic book event, mm -hmm, where did, mm -hmm. which did the same thing. When they went into a universe or found a Spider-Man from the 1960s cartoon show, he had that thing where he had the sort of design only up to here, and then he had kind of blank red because they mm -hmm. didn't ha they didn't like have the detail yeah. that like a Spider Man comic yeah. did. So right. he was kind of drawn that way, and 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 you could easily do that. They did. They already did it in Turtles Forever. They did Remember? it in Turtles Forever, yeah. which was like ten it, years ago. It was or incredible. Something, yeah, it was where, they, really where the show. modern Ninja Turtles met the '80s Turtles. Mm -hmm. They did a similar trick with the new Nickelodeon Ninja Turtle right. show. They've done that. It wouldn't be difficult to do, and I think that it would be crazy and kind of wild to go to the '90s Spider Man show. You know, <laughs> That'd be so great. Man. Yeah, and exactly. then like, they get the voice actors and they're all like animated like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Miles Morales is like, what's, what's, why are you so muscular? <laughs> yeah. Are you in college? Yeah. You're so muscular. And he's like, I'm Peter Parker. Like, you could have those fun. Oh, he's all good looking. Yeah, and, like, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm such a, oh, I'm such a geek. I got to yeah. talk to Mary Jane. And like, you could, and you could go to the 2000s for like a season MTV computer yeah. animated show. You could go to Spectacular Spider-Man. You could go mm -hmm. to the new one, Ultimate Spider-Man. You could do... The 60s one, you could do Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends from the 80s. Yeah. But it's not just even animation. You could go and you could go visit like an animated world where there's be a Spider-Man voiced by Tobey Maguire, yep. one voiced by Andrew Garfield, yeah. one yep. voiced by Tom <clears throat> Holland. Like yeah. I, I'm excited, and this fits into the category for me of I haven't seen it before. So it could be something really special, and right. I just don't know quite what to expect because it's not a sequel. And number two, it's like Teen Titans Go and the Lego Batman movie. It could be yeah. an exploration of all things Spider-Man, yeah. which is what even that comic book, The Spider-Verse, is. That yeah. came in the middle of a run that's not my favorite. It's by a writer yeah. named Dan Slott, and it was when Spider-Man was a jet-setting spy. He was like a James Bond type, and I wasn't feeling it. Boom, The Spider-Verse happens. You see Miles Morales. You see Jessica Drew. You see uh, Miguel O'Hara, the 2099 Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. All these characters teaming up. And it just became a love letter to yeah. all things Spidey because you yeah. had the one from the Japanese show with his big like the you know, mecha robot, and his motorcycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had older versions of Spider Man. You mm -hmm. had the Doctor Octopus inside of his head, Spider Man, the mm -hmm. Superior Spider. -Man. It was just like so much Hector, fun. Save it. We still have to that's talk it. about your number three though. My number because, three. That's what it's going to okay. be. Okay. That what's we're your, combining. What's it. your number four? My number four was Incredibles two. We're now on Adam's number three. Wait, did you already talk Incredibles? Yes, I skipped it because we're going to oh, be talking about right, it later. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The only thing I want to say about Spider-Man is it didn't make my top five, and it was really hard. I honestly yeah. had to pick these five movies based on emotion, so I mentally had to go through them like Avengers Infinity War. This what was, feeling did I get? This was shocking yeah. to me that this movie came in number three for you. For me? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ooh. My number three is Black... Well, here's the thing. I also <laughs> didn't number them. Okay. I also didn't number... I guess I probably should have put them in a numerical yeah, order, Yeah. but... My third choice would is it Black Panther. Checks out. Now, yeah, 
Only because I know that you love your top two. You love I them. I love them. And you were like moved by them with the trailers. Yeah. But let's talk about Black Panther. So for a I'm super, super. I mean, I, I, there's so many reasons why I'm so Come excited for, for Black Panther. Obviously, Ryan Cooler is probably the biggest reason. I love Creed. I love Fruitvale Station. Mm -hmm. I think he is such an amazing director, and I really believe in him. I'm so glad that a studio like Marvel, I don't want to say took a chance, because really, he's doing them a favor. Yeah. Yeah. But but the fact that they at least approached him and were like, we would love for you to make this Black Panther movie, he brought in so much talent from Creed. So that, or um, well, he did bring in Sylvester Stallone because mm-hmm. he ended up being Guardians. Mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson's in Thor. Tessa Thompson's in Thor, and Michael B. Jordan is now playing Eric Killmonger in Black Panther. Yeah, an awesome cast. Chadwick Boseman was great. I loved him in Forty Two. He's been doing. He did a. I thought his introduction in Captain America: Civil War was very strong. Very strong. Um, and the supporting cast in this movie is like Lupita Nyong'o, Danae uh, Guerrero, Martin Freeman, mm-hmm. Andy Serkis, mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker, Angela Bassett, like. Daniel Kaluuya is in this. Yeah. What an incredible, incredible cast. It's Creed and The Hobbit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and we talked about it on Monday. Or what, what day is it today? Uh, today Today's is Thursday. But uh, a couple days ago. A couple yeah. days ago, uh, we talked about the Black yeah. Panther trailer. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much imagery. There's so much color and vibrancy and design. And it feels like it's very, it very much honors African culture. Yep. And it looks like they really studied... If Wakanda was a real nation mm-hmm. in what Africa, like? what would it look like? Mm-hmm. How would it integrate itself with the rest of the world? Mm-hmm. And I love that. Technologically, it's so advanced. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see how they sort of work that in, how they ex- how they explain that to whatever extent they there, choose there to explain it in. There was a good term that I heard online called Afrofuturism. That's which I was like, like, whoa, that's, that's kind of a new cool term. term. Like, holy shit, that's a, like an that. excellent way to kind of like put that's, it out there. That's been a thing in fiction for many decades, Afrofuturism, yeah? but it's really? not something that's ever been seen I've like never heard this. the word. Yeah, I've never heard the term before. It's, yeah. never, it's been in fiction. It's been stories before, but yeah. it's never been obviously seen like this with a budget like right, this. Mm-hmm. So right. this is literally like, this is going to be the most famous example of the concept of afrofuturism, afro-futurism. Yeah. like yeah. by far and i'm incredible incredibly excited yeah I, I i cannot wait for this movie i think it's going to be very very powerful i think it's going to be really strong i think it's going to do a lot of what similarly wonder woman did mm-hmm. um for the Af- for the for the black black american and african cultures and yeah. communities mm-hmm. like I, I i cannot wait i'm, I'm yeah. so excited to watch this movie Absolutely. we're only one month away all right hurry well my number three you already know spider-man into the spider-verse augustine what's your number three my number three this was kind of shocking that I put it this low on my list, too. <laughs> no, it makes sense. Because, I mean, again, but it's you love three. your first two, baby. It's, it's nothing you love to your like, first two. The top yeah. three is nothing to like, oh, this well, was, that's your third? What's this your... was difficult to do. It was, a tough, it was a tough list, and I, too, went on emotion. Mm-hmm. So number three most anticipated bill for me, Avengers Infinity War. And I, I put this movie at number three because it goes back to what you guys were saying, where it's, it's, it's a continuation of things that we've kind of seen already mm-hmm. like we, we've seen it well no we haven't seen it but like we we kind of know where this movie is coming we've seen from iterations of it we've seen iterations of it we know thanos is going to be in it other it's, than it's, thanos's new characters that he's bringing we've seen every character in it right we've, That's we've seen thing. and we're just going to see new versions of these characters which is great like yeah. i'm really really super hyped to see this um but i feel like I feel like you're defending why it's number three i know <laughs> I, I feel like i have to because <laughs> When I watched this trailer, even like when I saw the trailer reaction and the reaction people gave me on Twitter, they were like, oh, I love your reaction. It's because I felt 
I told some guy that I was like, I felt like I was looking into the face of God. (laughs) People would send me pictures and I didn't know I was making the faces I was making. I was just, my eyes were just wide. My mouth was wide open. I see blue. Yeah, I see see blue. He's glorious. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I I feel like that movie made me feel that way for real. And so that's why I'm shocked myself that this came in on number three. But my other two choices, Mm -hmm. I feel like. They're dope. They're it's dope, more personal to Augustine. And it's more personal to me. Mm-hmm. So don't mm-hmm. take this list. Take this list with a grain of salt, basically. Well, it's your list. Yeah, it's my list. What's your number two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are really <laughs> these good, are by hard, the way. These are hard to choose. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's these ones. Oh, it's these? Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn, these They're are fun. good. Yeah, They're like good. I'm going to need like 10 boxes of those. Mm-hmm. Please. My number two. I've been waiting for this movie since 2004. Yeah. GD. This is the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. I know. It yep. bums me out. Directed by Brad Bird, true. who made the greatest Superman movie ever made. Yes, yep. the Iron Giant. This is I fact. love The Incredibles yep. so, 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 so much. I rewatched it uh, in February last year mm-hmm. on the way to San Francisco on a bus. And like, People were talking to me, and I was just... Oh, it loses none of its... Like, no. None of the heart. None of, none of the emotion. Like it, the, the movie is so It's timeless. Solid. I think it might be Pixar's only... PG movie. Up oh, really? To this point, I'll have to double check. I didn't know that. But like, speaking on that, it yeah. is so sophisticated mm-hmm. and oh so mature and yeah. adult. But it does. But it's still something that kids can watch. Totally. But I just Absolutely. whenever I think about The Incredibles, Absolutely. I think about the scene where Bob and Helen are are basically arguing, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You want to do something for the boy? Let him compete. Yeah. Let, him, <laughs> let him actually compete." Uh-huh. And it's so real. <laughs> this is not about you. Yeah. And she grows bigger. Yeah. And, you know, like, and it's oh! like, oh, like, oh my god, there's my mom in third it's, grade. Yeah. So sophisticated. It's so pulling from absolutely Stan and Jack's Fantastic Four run of yeah. the '60s and mm-hmm. how influential and mature that must have felt then. You read those comics now, and they're they're kind of quaint, and it's very old fashioned. But yeah. like they were that incendiary in the '60s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You cut to the Incredibles, and it's like, yeah, it, it, even though the the world kind of takes place in the '60s, it still feels so modern. Absolutely, you can watch it now, and even the animation mm-hmm. holds up more than yeah. something like Toy Story. God mm-hmm. bless it, I love Toy Story. Yeah. Toy Story's fantastic. Like, maybe even like a Bug's Life is a little mm-hmm. like eh, it's kind yeah, of yeah, that didn't its age, age well. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I think I think the genius yeah. of this movie too is because it's set in an if because it's right. set in the past. Mm-hmm. I think that really helps it because I feel like if it was set in the modern day, we would look at it and say like, oh, that's so 2004. Mm -hmm. But because they nailed, I think because Brad Bird nailed it so well with not only the air that it's in, but because of the message that it has, Mm -hmm. it really makes it feel a movie that just transcends generations. A lot of, a lot of what like, the reason why I like Star Wars and other comic book characters is their message. It kind of just transcends and it feels very Mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Families and the relationships between you and your mother, your husband and the wife, Mm -hmm. they do evolve based on sort of the times that we live in. But generally, if you're good people, (laughs) if you're good people, which syndrome was not. Yeah. You treat, you know, like the the way that they treat each other is going to be very reminiscent to the way it is now. So and I think that's that's why that movie is so universal. And I I think, you know, you guys know, I I like animated movies a lot. Mm -hmm. I used to watch them a lot more as a kid. And as I've grown older, not that I don't like them. But I don't have that pull to go For watch sure. them as much as I used to as a kid. Mm-hmm. But this one, this is one that I'm like, if I can see it now and I have to line up for it, I'll do it. You're gonna be pushing I'm kids so, out of line. I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah. So The Incredibles was the first PG Pixar movie, but there okay. have been six since that include Inside Out, which makes sense. Okay. Oh, that was yeah. PG. Uh, Finding Dory. 
which I think is interesting. Okay. Maybe because it was a little blackfish. I don't know. Brave. <laughs> Brave was PG. A little little uh-huh. scary in parts. The Good okay. Dinosaur. Maybe really? because maybe I because haven't seen it. that movie. It's not great, but it's not bad. No Pixar movie's bad, other yeah. than Cars Two is like kind of bad. But even the first Cars is good, but I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Coco is PG and Up, probably because of the mm. opening. Oh yeah. yeah. So also, Coco I'm very bitter that we've gotten three Godforsaken Cars movies and no sequel to The Incredibles until now. Here's until why now, I'm okay yeah. with it. Here's why I'm okay with it. Because they didn't want to do it just because. Sure. Yeah. This was a case yeah. of I don't think it was a case of Brad Bird going and doing live action movies and like having success with Ghost Protocol, Mission Impossible, but not Tomorrowland, and then going back to animation. I think it was yeah. Brad Bird going like it's got to be the right story. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be a so justified reason to make this movie. That's why I will always like like defend and respect when Pixar announces a sequel. Yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. But they, since Toy Story two, they've been doing this right. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me they're not doing it right. They yeah. scrapped an entire movie. Because they're like, this isn't working, and then started over with Toy Story two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, let them take their time. They took what eleven years, or or I don't know how much. Yeah, eleven between or Toy Incredibles? Story two and three. Oh, oh, oh. Incredibles. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was fourteen to that's fourteen years, dude. Yeah, fourteen years in yeah. between sequels. I'm like, go ahead, take all the okay. time you need. I'll, I'll, I'll What's take your that. numero dos? My number two <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is Avengers: Infinity War. It is insane to think about the culmination of ten years. Ten years, and not just that, but Avengers. When the way that Avengers represented when it first came out, the dream of like like the promise of a comic book universe and what it could always do with its shared characters and actually interacting with one another, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the fact that Marvel decided we'll do just Iron Man and then focus on that. It was a hit. Cool. Yeah. Let's go full bore. We're yeah. gonna do Thor by itself, Captain America by itself, because mm-hmm. we have to pitch these because it's kind of wild and out there to get to the Avengers. And once we do, just the buildup of that. Yeah. The same way we saw in Fast Five, like. Mm-hmm. The sort of team up movie, yeah. the ensemble movie, it's fun and it's great. And to see that trailer, but so Avengers Infinity War is to me winning up what the promise was in the Avengers because it's not just, you know, the heroes are teaming up for the first time. Spider Man is in this thing. Doctor Strange is in this thing. Mm-hmm. Ant Man is in this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Avengers Infinity War the is the wasp. promise of like, Dark, yeah, the wasp everybody. of like, yeah. okay, all of the side movies we've been doing up to this point is now they're also in the game. Avengers is not going to be its own franchise. It's like every year, Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor will team up. It's like, no, <laughs> yeah. we're like anything we do yeah. in the movies, we can, even in the TV shows, if they wanted, they could pull some Defender shit. Mm-hmm. They could pull some mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. shit. So it's it, that, that trailer is insane to watch. The music that at the end, I wasn't even a massive fan of the Alan Silvestri score the first time mm-hmm. it came out in the first Avengers movie. I preferred other superhero scores. But the, when you hear um, just the... Uh, uh, when I have the incredible song, I know I have the incredible. I feel like they really punched it up too this time because I hadn't really, like, I knew that score in the back of my head. I knew that score, but when I heard it this time, it like really stood out. And it was just perfect. All of Wakanda, like Black Panther running with Captain America and Hulk in the back, like, it's just Falcon it's. War Machine and it's Bucky and Black Widow. It's the reality of that splash page you would open yep. when you read a comic and you're just like, oh, they're all going to it's war. It's like people complain, yeah. oh, they can't do Captain America Civil War because there's not as many characters as the Civil War comic book. Because the Civil War comic book took place in 2006 after and 50 plus years. Like yeah. every, they're just in the panels. Yeah, right. literally and everybody like, was okay, in everything. to get closer to that, it's yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Like, Which yeah. I kind of, I, I honestly, and I know a lot of people complain about that, I actually really appreciate that because it makes the impact of Infinity War that much greater. The sure. fact that we have more characters mm-hmm. not all uh, civil war didn't couldn't have all of them right. but this one will have all of them at least all the ones that they 
have introduced up to this point, right. which and, I think and, is and, so awesome. And also, if you think about it, they have a smaller team to fight Thanos than mm-hmm. they do in any other iteration of the story that they're saying. Because in, yeah. in every other version, you have you Everybody have every Thanos. superhero yeah. on Earth fighting against it's Thanos. It's like them and the X-Men. Yeah, and the exactly. X-Men aren't in this, so. And then the X-Men aren't in this, and yeah. you don't have all the extra characters that you normally have. And so it kind of raises the stakes a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. Just, I, dude, I can't wait. That trailer was so awesome. Yeah. And it was, um, yeah. oh, the other, I mean, the other thing I could say about it is that it's also so exciting to know that this company doesn't, they're not relying on, they're not resting on their laurels. It's not just Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, and right, we're spent. Right, You know, and Hulk, and we're spent. They're putting as much support and backing behind mm-hmm. the new mm-hmm. characters, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Black Panther. They're going to do the same thing for Captain Marvel. Yeah. They're going to do the same thing for Wasp. They're yeah. going to do now Black Widow's getting her own movie. Mm-hmm. So it's this idea of like, we know that we can't use these characters forever. I really hope that they'll decide to retire a Tony Stark versus recasting him and just mm-hmm. pretending that he's still 30 years old. Mm-hmm. If the chronology is to continue, do you right. know what I mean? If, right. if Vision keeps saying things like, in the eight years since you've declared yourself Iron Man, it's like, you can't have a 30-year-old guy playing Iron Man. You're like, hasn't it it been like 30, 40 years? Right. So I'm hoping that they retire, but these the Marvel world has so many characters. Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel leads to Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. Peter Parker leads to Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. And not just that, but... these characters can assume different roles within the universe. Right. There's like four different versions of Captain America They don't all have to die. Correct. We've had retired and older versions in many iterations of a Mm -hmm. Tony Stark, Mm -hmm. of a a Steve Rogers, even an old man Thor. Wolverine is now Laura Kinney. Yes. So... Yes. Yeah. Thor in the comic books essentially becomes Odin. There's no right. Odin anymore. So mm-hmm. Thor could, like, Chris Hemsworth could be that. He could ascend to Odin as a, as and a then sort have of like retirement. Yeah. So it's just exciting, dude. Like, that they, that they know that they have to keep upping it and have to keep, Absolutely. like, like you know, refreshing themselves and kind of rebooting themselves mm-hmm. and just, like, keeping everything mm-hmm. not stale. Mm-hmm. I, it's exciting. What is your number two? My number two. I'm not going to talk about it too much because we still have some more talking about it to do. But it's step into the spotlight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Run the jewels. Run the jewels. Mm-hmm. Black Panther. It was a beautiful little um, snippet that they put out today. Did you guys see it? Mm-hmm. It was a new little, it was like a, a, a minute long kind of, um, I think it was Hail the King or something like that. I saw that I got it. Just it. A I didn't want to look at it. Behind yeah, the scenes or like, <laughs> it was just oh! Chadwick Boseman talking about. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but role. I saw that, yeah. And he was like, it's beautiful to see. So there was a a, a lot of, a lot of what they were talking about in the video was that Wakanda hides in the shadows. Mm-hmm. But they made sure that they that they really pushed the song by Run the Jewels, which the, that tagline is, Step Into the Spotlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Panther is coming out of the shadows to step into the spotlight, not only in his own movie, but also Sorry. to the entire world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's oh, mind-blowing mm-hmm. how crazy this movie is. I will be. say, if you go into my iTunes and you go and you sort my songs by most played... I probably played that song over 500 times. I play it at least four times a day sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm like, if I'm feeling down or I need to get through something at work, I'm like, step into the spotlight. Bum, 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 bum. It's such a good song. I only really really play play that song when I ride my motorcycle and I'm just like, I need to stop playing this while I ride my motorcycle. Because I'm just like... It makes you just want to maneuver and go through a wall. You're like, nothing can stop me, motherfucker. Jump up walls and like go over jumps and run like, run the side of the wall yeah. like he does. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, it's funny if I get into a car accident because I'll just do a backflip yeah. like Black Panther because I'll land bum, 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 do bum. a front flip yeah. and then the car will flip under me and it'll and I'll and land. Get fine. on the wheels, yeah. and just be like, ah, oh, fuck you, you made me crash and tear <laughs> yeah. out the wheels. Yeah, exactly. Because no, that's not gonna happen because I'm not. When we see that, I'm not. Black Adam, Panther. what is your number one most anticipated superhero movie of 2018? Speaking of 10 years mm-hmm. of build up, mm-hmm. culmination. I 
of all people at this table, wasn't the most well-versed person when it came to the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Sure. I didn't, I didn't read very Everybody many Marvel that, comics. Mm-hmm. You were a DC I, guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. I you think, still are a DC guy. I am. Mm-hmm. I think the most comics that I read growing up here and there was a Spider-Man comic, which mm-hmm. obviously he's probably the most connective character that you can sort of read and embrace in the Marvel Universe because he's a kid. Young people. Yep. yep. I didn't really know what happened at the end of Iron Man when Nick Fury showed up. was like, I want to tell you about the Avengers initiative. Uh-huh. I was like, uh-huh. is this important? I don't know. <laughs> I imagine you didn't know who the purple face guy was at the end of the Avengers. No, no I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. going into Iron Man <laughs> and watching that movie, learning about Tony Stark, learning about the world and the characters and the armor and what he does and who he is and how he builds this suit. And you're like, why is the California raisin in here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was immediately intrigued <laughs> by this world. Yeah. And then, you know, you get you get to the end of the movie and that happens. I'm like, oh shit, Samuel Jackson? So I started doing some research. Yeah. Nick Fury, you know, the head of Shield. Mm-hmm. This is what Shield is. Mm-hmm. The, this is kind of how it ties into the greater universe. The Avengers. I slowly started to put it together and I'm like, are they actually saying that they're going to build up to something mm-hmm. that they've never done before? Because mm-hmm. that's intriguing. And then in 2010 at Comic-Con, they assembled all the Avengers on stage for the first Damn. time. They called With out all Mark the actors. Mark Ruffalo for the first Mark time. Mark Ruffalo. People were booing him because it wasn't Edward Norton. Yeah. <laughs> it was, poor guy. It's like I, And like throughout uh, the, throughout the course, like I fell in love with Iron Man. Yeah. I actually really uh, liked Edward Norton's Hulk a lot. Same. I really, really liked Thor. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I thought I thought I wasn't going to be into it because of how mythic it is. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Captain America, I like. That's that's my Superman on the on that's Team your boy. Marvel. Yes, your boy. That's yes. my yeah. boy. I'm yes. like, I love this guy yeah. so he much. He gets better and better and he better. Gets, oh yeah, too. fucking movie. Winter Soldier to me he is like. We could do it all day. We could do it all day. So now that we're here, ten years later, which is crazy to me that I'm May. I think it's May 1st or May 2nd. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the 10-year anniversary of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That we've made it this far. Marvel has delivered on their promise of the Avengers versus mm-hmm. Thanos. Mm-hmm. Not only that, we've got 20 other amazing characters that they've introduced in this universe over the past 17 movies. It'll be we the still 19th got- film yeah. in a franchise. Yeah, 10 years, the 19th film. 15 years ago... In a 10-year span, Spider-Man had three movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Technically four, because mm-hmm. 20, 2002 went to 2012. That was yeah. the fourth Amazing one. Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. Like four versus 19 crazy. in 10 years. That's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait to see how this changes the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see how it sets up Avengers 4. I know. I can't wait to see how it brings in other characters that we haven't seen yet, like Captain Marvel. There's just so much... That's going to happen with this Marvel Cinematic Universe. And since Iron Man 1, I've kind of been all in. Yeah. And I've fallen in love with this universe. And to me, from the filmmaking side, it was very it was very much a big risk to do this. Oh, absolutely. This could have Huge. failed so hard. Yeah. Marvel could have gone We've bankrupt all over again. We've seen it fail with The Mummy. We've seen it yeah. fail with other cinematic universes that put the cart before the horse. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. Yep. And it, everybody keeps going back to the example of, look at what a risk it was, but look at the sort of steps that they took and the right. smart... Yeah risks that they took and it hasn't right. all been without failure like there's yeah, there's right. movies in the mcu that i don't like that i don't think are that great mm-hmm. other people like them more than i do but generally like the balance of good versus bad like there's a lot better than there is garbage mm-hmm. um, absolutely so absolutely. but to see that they they push through it no matter how good or bad the movie was the next one the next one mm-hmm. let's you know self-contained stories that still kind of bleed into other movies and i think now with phase three how they're sort of changing up the style and the look of the movies 
if they keep doing that iteration after iteration after iteration, reinventing, reinventing, mm-hmm. I think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to go on if, for a very long time. I think if somebody would have come up to Marvel and said, hey, in 10 years, yeah, you're going to have 20 characters and 19 movies out. They would have said, that's impossible. Yeah. Nobody's ever done that. They would have yeah. said, we're not even going like, to try that. We're, it, and, we're just going to focus and on. And it's yeah. a continuing story all building yeah. on itself. Yeah. They would have been like, you're fucking crazy. You're insane. This has never been Feige, done. It will maybe never be Kevin done. Feige would have been like, Excellent. Yeah, well, yeah, Kevin Feige would have been I like, want. everything is yeah. going I've been according to plan. Yeah, yeah exactly, but exactly. If, if you would have went up to any other studio and told them yeah. that, hey, this is gonna, this is, this is what our plan is, everybody would have been turned out. Making, kind of restarting the comic book universe with Iron Man 1 was a shot in the dark, and it was, it was a beautiful shot in the dark, and, and it paid off wonderfully, and, and now to see where we are, it's, it's honestly a feat of mm-hmm. of filmmaking. Say what you will, like yeah, it's 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 some movies got kind of cookie cutter. Like some movies aren't so great. Thor two, I'm looking at you. But they're the first um, to fix it. Yeah, they exactly. are the ones to either hear the audience, see the numbers, or understand themselves. Thor two wasn't so good. Let's mm-hmm. bring in Taika Waititi for three. You know, right, exactly. to get to the point where Hemsworth's done with his contract, yep. but he wants to maybe do more Thors because with Taika. Taika jumped off. We like, all saw that behind the scenes. We saw that blooper reel. We saw that shit. <laughs> yep. Taika Waititi running around, yep. cr- making Chris Hemsworth laugh. I'm yep. Taika Waititi. And Hemsworth's like, it's probably like the most fun set I've been on. It's like, no wonder yeah, you want to exactly. make another fucking movie exactly. with this guy. I would guy. love to make, make another three more movies. Yeah, exactly. This is fun. Like, just keep it going till the wheels fall off. But like you said, Augustine, Iron Man was like the best of what they had to work with. Mm-hmm. That movie they is had, so good. They yeah. had a couple characters, and they're like, okay, Hulk is probably going to make some money because it's Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so we'll do this with him in the They had an actor that no one believed in. Yeah, yeah. Ed Nor- Edward Norton? No, no, no. no, 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 no Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Huge, big time. Yeah. Big time risk. And, Coming and, off of drug stuff. And, and it was like, out of Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, in the comic book world, Captain America's the guy because he's the Superman. Yeah. But in the real world, he's a tougher sell then then not as tough as Thor because Thor's out there, but he's mm-hmm, a tougher sell mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. guy who builds his own suit. So yeah. they were like, okay, let's try to take the C list character and let's you know yeah. and let's see risk. what we can do. Yeah, what a risk! Absolutely. So you get to Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Oh, we're good. We can do any character now. <laughs> oh, raccoons <laughs> yeah, and talking trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about but it. But to me, that's what's so crazy and what's so impressive is that they were able to do that, build the trust of the audience, build the trust of Disney, to say. We're going to make a movie about a spaceman mm-hmm. with a talking tree and a raccoon, a talking raccoon, mm-hmm. and it's going to be dope. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper and mm-hmm. Zoe Saldana mm-hmm. and Dave Bautista mm-hmm. and Chris Pratt, and you're like, this is an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, we're going to get Zoe Saldana. Great. She's a great actress. What character is you going to play? Gamora. A green the skin deadliest alien woman lady. in it. And they're like, out of all the Marvel characters, are you fucking insane? You're going <laughs> to go with Gamora? What the hell is a Gamora? Yeah. And they're going to be like, yep. trust us. It's going to be great. Don't like, even worry about what it. What a risk. Yeah. What a risk. So, uh, Hector, you're number one. My number one, my number one and two are very, very close. But the reason I pick my number one is because it falls a little bit into we haven't seen it before. But also, I know I'm going to have my mind blown with Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But I also know, and I think this is totally okay because this is the difference between a solo comic book and a team book, I'm not going to spend as much time with each character. Yeah, absolutely. My number one is Black Panther because I cannot wait to spend, excuse me, burping because of beers, more than two hours with the guy. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I cannot wait to sit in the theater and I'm like, we're just in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I just want to see what's going on with King T'Challa. What? What's what? that? Did Zach want to fight? What's the exact wants to fight? What's going on? What? Yes, oh, oh, thank oh, oh, you. Oh, and that was Naeem. Number one. Naeem yeah, agrees. He was saying yes, Hector. Because yeah. look, 
like the one of the greatest moments in the Avengers Infinity <laughs> War trailer. Get this man a shield. Yep. And everybody's excited. We haven't even seen Black Panther yet. But that's coming from just from the excitement for the Black Panther movie, but also from what we know in Captain America Civil War. But like mm-hmm. I'm I'm really looking forward to sitting for two hours, two and a half hours, with no like there's no Thanos. There's no, you know, larger story, no Infinity Stone, maybe, maybe not. But the point is, is that this is going to be Claw, this is going to be Eric Killmonger, this is going to be T'Challa, this is in Wakanda and around the world, but like Wakanda's story, and that's it. And just to hang out with him for two, hang out with his sister for two hours, like, and just sit in it. So then when that, when we leave that theater, everyone's going to be like, well, Black Panther's my new favorite character, yeah, and he's, he's going to be my favorite ever. in Avengers Infinity War. Oh, yeah. So I want that excitement to take two Avengers, and since I don't have it yet, I want Black Panther right now. I want it in my eyeballs. It's almost here. Yeah, it's man. almost in my bo- here. In my eyeballs, yeah. in my heart. In every, in, on my soundtrack, ah, on my Spotify. Steen, what is your number one? Number pick? one movie. This, this is a is very, surprising, very, very, not, very personal choice. Yeah. Very personal choice. So choice. Coming up, before I realized that film was, wanted, was something I wanted to pursue, before I knew I wanted to go to animation school, before any of this stuff, I was watching Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is what the, the behind the scene footage of Lord of the Rings. They, uh, I watched the extended bonus footage stuff that had hours and hours of extended footage. I was like, this is something that I want to be involved in. And then I just, I got into, I got into school and I was like, Oh, this is a little bit different than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and then the Incredibles one came out and I was like, Oh my God, this is something that I definitely want to be involved in. Mm-hmm. This is something that I want to dedicate my life to. And I, I, I still get goosebumps when I watch, the Incredibles one, mm-hmm. specifically the scene where Dash starts running on the water. <sighs> it's a bro. I was like, oh, they made a flash movie inside yeah. of a Fantastic Four movie. It was a Great. beautiful moment where, like, this little kid who's been held back his literally his entire life, they're like, "You can't do anything. You're the fastest human that we most likely know of, yeah. and yeah. you can't use the speed." Suddenly, he's let loose on the world, and he is so joyful. He's so happy. He's so fast. He's kicking dudes' asses. It's just like it, it was. It was my sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and when 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 his when his mom tells him, "Dash, if you get in trouble, I want you to run as fast as you can, as fast as I can." Like as fast as that's you how can. that's uh. how I, I felt like that. I felt like Dash. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I have all this potential." Yeah. In film school, before I was before Hollywood crushed my soul. <laughs> um, these but are that, the days of our that's, lives. That's what I that's what I identified with, and that's why The Incredibles two is my most anticipated film of God, this year. It's gonna be good. It's man. gonna be it, it's gonna be incredible. Brad Bird is an incredible director. Yeah, he I, I like that he takes his time to tell his stories. Mm-hmm. There was uh, the, the Iron Giant was a passion project of his. He was gonna <laughs> get that movie done no matter what. Mm-hmm. Watch that documentary on The Incredible the Giant the, Stream. The, 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 yeah, the, yeah, the uh, Giant Stream. The Giant Stream, man. So I mean, good. Absolutely. <laughs> I love Iron Giant so much that I almost spent the five hundred dollars to get that giant figure on Amazon. It was very tempting. Almost. It was very tempting. Me, I'm gonna order that right now. No, no, you you <laughs> oh, can't. God. You can't find it for under seven hundred dollars now. Really? Yeah, it could be because it's Hector goes. I'm gonna buy it still. The original run sold out. Yeah. So, uh, but I I have a lot of faith in Brad Bird telling a story that he finally wants to tell again. We're gonna continue uh, right where we left mm-hmm. off, basically. I think you uh, have superpowers, <laughs> right? Yeah. I love that. He's part got of the all the superpowers. Yeah. Uh, and so I, th- this movie is, it's a very personal choice for me. And that's because Lord of the Rings and the Incredibles are what helped. It's honestly part of the reason why I'm here right now. Yeah. Like talking on this show mm-hmm. right now, 
because those movies are what really got me hooked into movies. Yeah. And then everything else is just Plus, icing on the cake. It's Pizza Chef. <laughs> Plus, the other thing I love about The Incredibles. Maybe you're right. It's pretty pricey right now. <laughs> I told you. It's like 800 bucks. Yeah, like, oh, I shit. told you. Don't, don't Plus, do I do it. have the screw, though. Mondo came out oh, with a right. one-to-one scale the screw that goes yeah. into yeah. the giant's jaw. The jaw yeah. yeah. at the end of the movie. It blinks. Yeah, I know. I almost stole that from your house. And it cool. and it goes up to, I know. to the to the. You almost didn't have it anymore. I know, dude. It would have gone back to the giant. Yeah, I know. Like Hector, it just rolled off your desk out the door. Give it a couple months. The giant's coming back. He's gonna come back. Swear to God. Swear to God. Hector. Oh, you're gonna make me cry, Adam. The other thing I want to say about Incredibles, I think the other reason why I think. A lot of people love it so much and why I love it. It's so hopeful. Yeah, absolutely. So fun and so charming and and bright. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think uh I think we were in an era where some superhero movies were that. Yeah. But I think once we got into like Batman Begins territory, yeah. into the Dark Knight, into Iron Man, they started to shift a little bit. There's they were nothing, still nothing wrong with that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shift no, either. they were great. Yeah. But I think they didn't embrace i think incredibles just kind of held on to that hope and optimism for a little bit longer right and i think right. probably the sequel is probably going to do the same thing mm-hmm. yeah i think so I, I think people are are not tired of it but people have seen the dark and gritty and realistic type right side it's balance yeah in which it, in which a movie like the incredibles that does not have that tone at all can mm-hmm. come out and be like look guys it's cool to be bright and cheery and hopeful and hope for better things and look towards the best part of humanity yeah you know? totally all right so we're going to talk about our top 10 most inti- most anticipated movies the way i'm i'm going to go through my list is i'm going to list off what they are and then i'm going to give you just like little short okay. one or two sentences of like why yeah. Yeah. uh so start, i guess start from the bottom okay i'll go from, like from the bottom, start from of your the bottom. List is the bottom of your list and then we can yeah go yeah, yeah yeah so the first one on the bottom of my list is the 1517 of paris the clint eastwood movie coming out i think in about three to four weeks i think comes I out i haven't seen anything oh, about that one. Ooh, i haven't yet either based yeah. on a true story uh there was a terrorist attack on a train uh i forget where the train was going uh-huh. or no it's going to paris but i forget where it was coming from okay and their best basically was a terrorist attack on this train okay. and these three guys who are in the military actually play themselves really oh really uh more or less defeat this terrorist on okay. this train this so is a true story. when did this happen this happened uh let's see we're in 2018 i think it was like 2015 2016 oh, wow fairly it's recent. pretty recent okay, it's, within, yeah. it's i want to say it's within the last four okay. years um, watched the trailer, was really intrigued by the trailer. I really like Clint Eastwood's movies. So even though it's on the lower part of my list, mm-hmm. it's definitely a movie that I'm like very interested to I'm see interested that and these, to see how it plays out. People are playing themselves. That's yeah. very interesting. Originally, they, they had three actors cast as the part. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, I don't know if it was Clint Eastwood who changed his mind or whatever, but I think maybe there was some sort of authenticity that they really wanted with this scene or with this movie. So they ended up casting the actual they guys. They probably had them movies. on set. And they were they were the people they that were consulting with. Yeah. And they were like, you just want to be in the movie? Yeah, you just want to like, play the part. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah. Eastwood did American Sniper, yeah. which I think was a very well-made film. I think that it's a very interesting movie. I think it says a lot of things, and I think a lot of them are good and a lot of them are bad. The guy mm-hmm. that the movie was based around, the one that Bradley Cooper played, Chris Kyle, Chris mm-hmm. Kyle was a sniper. It was kind of a controversial figure because yeah. Yeah. you can kind of research him and look into his life and stuff. Yeah. And, and people said that the movie doesn't maybe sometimes do a great job of kind sure. of maybe showing both sides. In any case, it's a very well-made movie. And the takeaway is that Clint Eastwood seems like he had a really good relationship as a filmmaker mm-hmm. with the U.S. military. Somebody like Michael Bay, you might be chuckling, but like Michael Bay actually has access to certain... You know, military exclusives that other directors and other people from Hollywood might not get Mm -hmm. because of how he sort of 
works with them, films them, yeah. you know, um, represents them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Eastwood's in the same way. Be really interesting to see how like how this decision was made. This is very, this is really really cool, and I'm gonna yeah. have to look this up yeah. to see like these the, them playing themselves like yeah, that. It's really that could lead to some incredibly authentic like performance. Like yeah, it, you know, absolutely. Wouldn't that be nuts? It's it's not your run of the mill type of. One of these guys gets nominated for like best supporting actor. That would like, be like, that would be, that'd be like, awesome. Well, and that to me is so interesting that it's coming out in February and sure. not coming out earlier because I think it originally had a release date in December and it okay. got moved and I don't know. If maybe it was a competition thing yeah. or why maybe. exactly? Seems yeah. like December was a pretty big month, kind of crowded. You know, it was. It was. Shape of Water is like barely getting that sort of yeah. wide release yeah. and everything, and so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but that's cool. All, All right, right. Uh, next we're movie. I'm running through. The, otherwise, we're going to be here for hours. <laughs> next movie on my list is Annihilation, directed by Alex Garland. He also wrote and directed Ex Machina. Mm -hmm. That speaks for itself. Ex Machina was one of my favorite science fiction movies of 2015. Still haven't seen it. Oscar Isaac, Donald Gleason, Alicia Vikander. So 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 good. This movie has Oscar Isaac again. Mm -hmm. Natalie Portman is in it. Thompson's in it. Yeah, go watch the trailer cast. because yeah, it's it a movie that, like, weird. for me to explain it, I'd be doing an injustice. Look up mm -hmm. Annihilation, check out the trailer. I read the really, book. Really I can't explain this movie. Oh, you like, read I, the book? I read it. Interesting. Yeah, I read the book. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is number eight on my list, and mm -hmm. it's and and I just finished book one, and I'm not going to read books two and three until I think I see the film. Yeah, but the trailer made me so kind of wrap your head to, around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it, and I can't wait to see how they like interpret the book, mm -hmm. and it looks visually really cool and mm -hmm. a little different but like yeah. great cast Alex okay. Arlen's got a, yeah. got a great style so I'm really looking forward to that okay. A Wrinkle in Time obviously Ava DuVernay I love my girl Ava mm -hmm. DuVernay incredible on. director if you have not seen Selma go watch it there's also mm -hmm. the documentary on Netflix called 13 13 13 which I haven't seen yet I'm going to yeah. watch it before I go Must see Wrinkle watch. in Time that's yeah. a rough um, watch but it's a good watch it also a stellar cast great. I have not read the book yet either but I'm, I read that too yeah I'm merely going into the movie Again, because of the director mm -hmm. and because of the cast. The cast is, mm -hmm. she got Oprah in that movie, y'all. I know. She come got on Oprah now. to come back out. Yeah. Be a warrior. <laughs> okay. Chris Pratt. Hector, or, sorry, that, not Chris Pratt. Hector, Chris Pine. That, that book club's been doing you wonders, has, hasn't you, like, right? I'm, I'm reading everything. I'm suggesting, I'm like, you know yeah. what movie's coming out? Let's read that book because uh, <laughs> that's what I want to read. That's, so, wow. I also I read Ready to, Player One. Like, I'm kind of set for this next year. For this year. You are. You're all, you did your homework. Then Mary Poppins Returns. I love Mary Poppins. I grew up watching, oh my God. As a kid, I discovered Mary Poppins. I think most kids maybe discover it before the age of five. I discovered it, I think, sometime when I was like seven or eight. Not Mexican kids. Man, I <laughs> fell in love with that movie. <laughs> having having uh, like Dick Van Dyke and, um, oh my God. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews yeah. I, Going to Disneyland and hearing classic. hearing Julie Andrews doing the narration for some of the fireworks back when Disney was oh, celebrating their I remember 60th that. or the yeah. 50th anniversary, yeah. I was like, Mary Poppins, man. That's all I can mm -hmm. think of. Mm -hmm. yeah. What a great movie. So I'm super excited. I, I love Emily Blunt. I really like everything I've seen from Lin-Manuel Miranda. So I'm really excited to see Absolutely. what they do with this sequel. And hopefully it lives up to the original. Um, Sicario 2, Soldado. I talk about Sicario all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah, all the time. I fucking love Sicario so much. It's probably one of my favorite movies. It's in my top 10. Denis Villeneuve. We've got uh, Benicio Del Toro and Josh Brolin coming back for this movie. Um, Catherine Keener is in this. If you have not seen Sicario, I went to Sweden over Christmas break and I showed it to my Swedish family. Because mm -hmm. they were like, what is this Sicario yeah. movie? And I was like, 
Hold my beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they loved it. They Get loved out it. Of the way, yeah, it's so yeah. good. So Daniel Kaluuya is in it as well in the first one. Uh, Mission Impossible Six. Obviously, we've got Christopher McQuarrie coming mm-hmm. in to direct. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Ferguson is back. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner is not in it, but we've got Henry Cavill instead. Henry Cavill's mustache with, is with, in with, it. With, with, and yeah. we're gonna figure out why. Yeah, yeah. It, it better be really justice. fucking that important. That motherfucker be better flip. Be, better be flipped upside down. <laughs> better be hanging on by his. It better be like twirled and oiled and everything. It better like jump off his face and shoot people. It better save. Like, day in you better movie. fucking open up and shoot missiles out. Like, <laughs> yep. nice try, Ethan Hunt. Oh, that's why. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's why. The opening an, scene with real. the fuse. It better lead up yeah. to the mustache. <laughs> it better Dude, go. I hope so. It better go across. If they did that, face, I will lean over to you guys and I'll be like. All right, that was worth it. That was Tight, 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 tight. That was worth it. We got a funky Justice League fan. Okay, that's pretty tight. That's hilarious. That's totally worth it. Next on my list is The Predator, directed by Shane Black, who I also wrote it. He wrote the original. He's actually in the original as well. I cannot wait to see what they what happens with this franchise, what happens with this movie. I hope it takes it back to the roots of The Predator, because I've been kind of disappointed with some of the other Predator movies that have come out. Predator 1 is Pizza Chef. You should absolutely go watch it if you have not. You're crazy if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Ugly sign of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, next on my list, Halloween. I think everyone also knows it's one of my favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. David Gordon Green is directing with a script that he wrote with Danny McBride. Danny. Very interesting. McBride. Danny. Hey, man, that guy's coming up. East oh, yeah. down and down McBride. Yep. yep. Uh, Pineapple Express is one of, is up there in my in my category list. I love Pineapple Express Red. so, so, so much. Red. Uh Jamie Lee Curtis is back. They got um, they have Julie Greer's in there, and they got Nick Castle, who played Michael Myers in the original movie, to come back to play Michael shape. Myers. Again. Awesome. He's the shape. He yeah. did. He was the guy who walked. Mm-hmm. He's not the guy that you that they reveal under mm-hmm. the mask, but he's right. the guy who did all the walking. Okay. Very intrigued by that. Very uh, intense Blumhouse is doing it. Universal's releasing it. Yeah. I love everything that Blumhouse has been doing. Happy Death Day, one of my favorite movies yep. of the year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creed two. That's your number two. Creed two. Creed two. Augustine and I saw Creed together, and we absolutely 100% cried in that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan Coogler, obviously, is the director. He's not coming back, unfortunately, to do this one. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone was going to direct it. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Stallone, I think Ryan Coogler chose a new director. I looked up his IMDb. It's a very limited list. I don't, I have not seen anything that he's worked on. I think he mostly has been a producer on stuff. I'll say this with Creed, with yeah. your love for Creed, and it's also on my list, and I know it's on Augustine's list. Yeah. For me, Creed is on there because of my unabashed love for Creed 1. Yeah. This is not a case where I'm looking at the behind-the-scenes people and going, this is interesting because it's director, the writer. The right. writer. I'm really it's just like, it's all, it's all faith in the property. Yep. It's all faith in Michael B. Jordan yeah. and mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone. Because mm-hmm. Thompson's coming back. Yes, I'm going to miss Aaron Covington and Ryan Coogler writing the script. Yes, I'm going to miss Ryan Coogler directing the film. Mm-hmm. But I still love that story so much, yep. and I love the movie. And I think that we're in a day and age now where sequels are looked at differently than they were when Rocky II came out. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's going to fall into those same yeah. Rocky II traps. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I so to kind of to kind of go on with what you're saying, yeah. like it's not about who they're bringing in at the talent right now. It's just we love Creed. I'm just glad that it's yes, absolutely. that's Michael B. Yes. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, Sylvester yeah. Stallone coming yeah. back. To and me, I'm that's like the number win. one movie. No one is surprised. <laughs> No one is surprised. Solo, a Hans, uh, mm-hmm. not Han Solo movie. A Han Solo, solo a Star Wars story. Solo, solo, solo. <laughs> this is a. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this movie for multiple reasons. One of which, uh, <laughs> they got, they got a lag on was the that, back. Yeah. Was that what that was? Lord, so. Lord and Miller were supposed Matt. to direct this movie. I love Lord and Miller. I love what they did with the Lego movie. I love what they did with uh, some of the other movies that they made. Jump Street was very, very surprised when these directors mm-hmm. were fired from the Han Solo mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, but they brought in Ron Howard. Ron Howard. 
He's made a lot of movies that I absolutely love. He gets he's it made, done. He's made he's a lot talented. of movies that I also have not liked. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested to see how he works together in the Star Wars family with Kathleen Kennedy with this cast. I think Alden Ehrenreich has some big shoes to fill. I think everybody's immediate image of Han Solo is Harrison Ford, obviously. So I'm really curious to see how this movie plays out, what's going to happen. I love me some Donald Glover, so having him as Lando Calrissian is awesome. (laughs) I love Woody Harrelson. I love Amelia Clark. So the cast is all there. Ron Howard has been working really, really hard on this movie. We haven't even gotten a trailer yet, and we're already in January. I'm hoping maybe next month with Black Panther we'll get the first look at the Han Solo movie. Until then... It's a Star Wars movie. Star Wars is near and dear to my heart, and I'll always be excited for a Star Here's Wars Here's what's movie. interesting, th- why this movie's kind of at a crossroads. It's also on my list. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, oh, it's on my list. I'll say that. Yeah, it is on your list. But it was Movie Bob on YouTube. Have you guys been, you guys have been watching I stuff? I love I've been, Movie Bob. I have been, like, binging his shit. Oh, he his, has... His YouTube videos are He great. has the best... Bre- Adam, you need really to see great his breakdowns of movies. Really it's just, so, yeah. Movie Bob has this great review slash kind of observation about The Last Jedi, yeah. where he was like, it seemed as if the promise was going to be that the Star Wars main episodes, <laughs> 7, 8, 9, mm-hmm. were going to be the standby, safe, mm-hmm. you know, sure thing, mm-hmm. sure bet. We're not going to stray too far from the formula. Right. And the spin-off movies, the Rogue Ones, the was going to be the crazy was going to be yeah. the experimental one. Yeah. And with The Last Jedi, Force Awakens going into The Last Jedi, The Last Jedi ended up being the most divisive and kind of experimental mm-hmm. and the yeah. one that's like, we're bringing it back to its core yeah. and we're going to do risky shit. Yep. And with the way that Rogue One was kind of messed with a little bit by the studio, it seemed like. Like, Gareth Edwards' mm-hmm. war movie didn't quite, from what the rumors have said, like his vision of that gritty war thing, there was mm-hmm. re- reshoots and they were kind of tweaking it and stuff. Yeah. And now with Han Solo having lost their directors originally and then bringing in somebody else, it seems like kind of the opposite is true. Yeah. So, yeah. so Solo is going to be this interesting movie where it's like, okay... Is this really going to be that sort of promise of like, are you guys trying something new or is we're we going to go see this and it's going to play out exactly kind of how we expect it to? Oh, he meets Chewbacca. Oh, there's a Millennium Falcon. He wins yeah. from Orlando Calrissian. Oh, he meets a girl. Oh, or they're going to hit us with some shit we don't even know about. He does the Kessel Run unless yeah, the yes. Oh, there's the yeah. Ke- right there's the Kessel Run. There, what else? Uh, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 he's a um a Karelian. Got it. He orphan. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And the movie's over. Like, is it going to be that? Yeah. Or are they going to do some Last Jedi shit? Yeah. Where yeah. they're going to you know have a message or something something so that's really interesting that that's where that movie is right now because i love rogue one but it, it and i for me it's it's pretty daring in that like everybody dies at it's the absolutely end. It's, you know, spoiler but, alert you, but i still look at last jedi and i'm like oh what they're doing in that movie is way above yeah everything that they've done so far with yeah, the other I two i agree two ones so i don't know all right, all right. Hector, hit us with your my top number 10 my number 10 <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know this was a movie. I, this yeah. was going to have uh, a star in it. Uh, uh, Amy Schumer was going to be in this. She dropped out apparently because of scheduling, which is what the, what, the, what the report was. I hope that that's true, and I hope it wasn't something like, oh, we changed our mind, whatever. Now Anne Hathaway is stepping into the role. I really like Anne Hathaway. I think she's a great actress. But the mm-hmm. reason this is on my list, because when I was a little kid, my mom wrote a letter to Mattel, my mom, my Mexican mother, and she mm-hmm. said, you should make a Barbie movie. And they actually wrote her back, mm-hmm. and they said, I'm sorry, we do not accept ideas from outside of our own company. And guess what's coming out this year? Fuck you, Mattel. That was my mom's <laughs> Mama idea. Did. Mama did it. That was did my mom. the letter? Sylvia's idea? I did don't know. I'll have to check. Letter. I don't okay. think so. You should, but it, I you remember, should send it back. I remember yeah. when it happened. She really did. And yeah. it was kind of inspirational to me, and it was yeah. really cool. So, like... You should send that letter back and on the envelope just yeah. write, fuck you. Yeah, just be like, where's my check? <laughs> no, but like, this was an inevitability. It's not my mom. They didn't right, put, you know, yeah, yeah. but honestly, though, after my mom wrote that letter, a couple of years after that, there was those direct-to-video 
Barbie movies. Uh-huh. That Barbie as a character had never appeared in like animation or anything. Mm-hmm. Say what you will about Barbie. If you're watching this, you're statistically you're a dude. Statistically, you're like of a certain age, so you're scoffing at this. But like, for better or worse, and there is some worse, but I feel like generally speaking, there's more better. Barbie is an icon and a and a hero to young girls mm-hmm. around the world. Barbie, if you don't know anything about Barbie, watch the episode on Barbie from Toys That We Love, The Toys That Made Us. The Toys That Made Still Us. Still haven't seen that one Documentary yet. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Hour, 40 mi- 45 minutes, hour of the history of Barbie. And it is fascinating. Okay. And it is not what you think. There is some scandal in it and everything. But the idea that before this, the only dolls that there were for little girls were infants so they could pretend yeah. to be mom. Yeah. Barbie came along and she was a career woman. Mm-hmm. She was a she was a woman I mean, who she is. I still. used to make a joke about oh she can't hold down a job because she had so many different fucking <laughs> like when we were kids it seemed like she went from astronaut to uh-huh. I work at McDonald's and yep. I was like what happened? Yeah. How did you yeah. how did you get fired from NASA? You what the <laughs> hell happened? You working at McDonald's? But the yeah. point is is that little girls saw themselves as adults yeah. for the first time and they and played them as fashion and dolls, more than just they, moms. Yes. And then even in recent years they've tra- they've tried to make strides with like different shaped body Barbies and all mm-hmm. these different. So it's a company that's like trying to evolve and it knows what it is. And, and I think that Barbie as a character has the potential to do that for little girls like around the world. So like, I'm fascinated to see what this movie's going to be. be another wonder woman original. I mean, it could be in a, it, like for like a different crowd, but mm-hmm. kind of in the same way. Well, originally the pitch was going to be that the Amy Schumer version of Barbie, whatever it was, she gets like ousted and she has to go into the real world because she as a Barbie was like imperfect or something. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in that weird pitch that you could mine for like what, you know, body image that we have today, yeah, especially yeah. about women. Like, and if you do it in sort of a comedy comedic, you could say a lot of stuff and kind of get away with saying more than if it was like a serious, like this is Barbie, this is yep. Ken, this is the movie. Yep. And how good are Barbie and Ken in Toy Story 3? They're great. They're, I some mean, of the best, they're some of the best, the best stuff. side characters. There's some yeah. of the best stuff mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah. So like there's a potential for that. It's live action. I like Anne Hathaway. I didn't expect this to be in my list, but I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I really want to see Barbie. What the <laughs> hell is this going to look like? Number nine, Ready yeah. Player One, the Iron Giant's in it. That's I what read I got to say. Didn't like the book, but Steven Spielberg, hoping, hoping it's good. I'm hoping it's good. Annihilation is my number eight. I read the book. Can't tell you what it's about still, kind of. It's crazy, but go watch the trailer. It <laughs> it's looks bananas. BNNS. Number seven, Mary Poppins I'm Returns. I'm surprised Mary Poppins made it on both of y'all's lists. Mary, let me tell you why. Because Lin-Manuel Miranda has been snatched up by Hollywood mm-hmm. for the past couple of years, and he's been working his ass off with Moana. Yeah. And I think he's going to be Disney's new guy. Of course. But this is, I think for, for me, this, as far as I can tell, is going to be the first thing where like he's a movie star. And we are going to see his face. And Lin cool. Manuel Miranda will become the next Dick Van Dyke. Will become the next. Do you know what I mean? So like, this is his vehicle to do that. Emily Blunt. Everybody else, great. It's all about Lin Manuel Miranda. Number six, Creed two. Hector, like we talked about. I'm. I will fight you to move this on the list right now. I will physically. The fight only you. reason it's on there, we're missing Coogs. But it's on the list. I love Creed. Let me see the trailer. But I love Creed two. And I it would have stayed at that spot even when Stallone was directing it because Stallone has directed movies that I've loved and also that I didn't love. I'm going to hold my breath until I pass out. If you <laughs> don't move this on your no, list, how much just, I just love. Just kidding, Hector. I'm just Creed. kidding. That's I'm just kidding. I'm five, not here to bash you on your different choices. Same as Adam. My five mm-hmm. is six, Mission Impossible 6. Mm-hmm. I love Mission Impossible 3, 4, and 5. And I think 3 is still my favorite. And Henry Cavill better do some amazing you shit with his mustache. No. Oh, really? I, it's a little too dated for me. I can't do it. It's a little. How dare you? We should rewatch them. Okay. You. You, you, you've done the Mission Impossibles, right? Yeah. yeah okay. You're um, asking I, me. I was like, bro. <laughs> uh, let me tell you why. Because when he logs into the internet, this is 1995. Mm-hmm. He just opens up like a random chat room, and yeah. it's like a slow moving. Yep. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't. It's America I can't. Online. It's it's like it's like 
do you want to just enter a random chat room? And he's like, here's a message. And he waits like eight hours. And it's like, <laughs> and so I, like I can't have AOL as a kid, did you? I did. But even, but I'm like, I had it. But then we all got upgraded. And that movie yeah. is still yeah. a little dated. Uh. Um, number four, A Wrinkle in Time. Read the book. Loved it. Ava DuVernay, incredible cast. That's for five. It looks. That's my five. Oh, sorry. No, that is my four. That's four. No, it no, looks no, no, no. Incredible. No, that. No, no, no. It's not your four because remember I messed up the you list. It was Wreck It no. Ralph. Dang it. Okay, my number four is not Wrinkle in Time. No, it's my number four Ralph. is Ralph Breaks the Internet. Wreck It Ralph two. Yeah. A couple of years ago, actually historically, Disney has never done a sequel. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking the direct to video shit. That's a whole nother group in the company. It's a whole nother market. The first yeah. one was Aladdin two, Return of Jafar, and that's really because that was only the sort of pilot. Uh, the first few episodes of the Aladdin TV show that they packaged as a direct-to-video movie. Which was terrible, sucks. by the way. It's fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. It's and really so bad. was Aladdin 3 and the King of Thieves. The King I of Thieves. love the King of Thieves. I like that we see his dad. Yeah. But I didn't. I could. It's still not as obviously not as good Maybe as Maybe I need to rewatch Aladdin. it. First time, I think that Disney, other than The Rescuers Down Under, other than like a Winnie the Pooh movie in 2011, mm-hmm. if you count that as a sequel to like 1978, Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. or whatever, Adventures in Winnie the Pooh, uh, the first time I think recently that Disney's doing a sequel. The okay. movie market is different now. Mm-hmm. And again, for years, Disney was like, we're never going to do sequels. But yeah. the, the market's different now. The, the whole Absolutely. landscape has changed. They're doing Frozen 2. They kind of, with the amount of money they made, they, they, they couldn't not do Frozen yeah. 2. Yeah. But I love that they're doing Wreck-It Ralph 2 yeah. with, based off of a lot of ideas they had for the first one that, that they didn't put them in there. Mm-hmm. So this is the, you know, Pixar's done sequels before and they're yeah. good at it. Oh yeah. This is Disney proper. Mm-hmm. I am so excited to see how this turns out because mm-hmm. it could be great, but it could be like, <clears throat> oh, you guys should just do One original done. original movies. Like, don't do sequels anymore. So, yeah. And I love Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph, Rick, I would just say, uh, Wreck-It Ralph was a movie that surprised me. I it's didn't ve- think I was it's like that it. movie so surprised great. me too. I, I went Make there your for, mama's proud time. I went there for the Street Fighter characters Look and I came out. face, the high definition. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it's great. Just because I am a bad guy does not mean yeah. I am a bad it's guy. Right. Crush them with their skulls. <laughs> it's so great. It's a style. Crush their skulls with my thighs. Yeah. <laughs> Zangief is so yep. good. Yep. Um, my number three is Solo, a Star Wars story. Same stuff. I uh, can't wait to see how it turns out. I hope that some mm-hmm. of the 21 Jump Street you know, Lord Miller stayed in there. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. My number two also surprised me, but I love this trailer. And I just rewatched George Clooney, Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. So seeing that trailer right after, Sandra Bullock, that amazing cast, Helena Bonham Carter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, we're mm-hmm. talking Anne Hathaway is like mm-hmm. kind of the villain maybe. Rihanna's in this. Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling is in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the Queen, Kate Blanchett is in this. And she looks like, <laughs> she looks awesome. Like yeah. everybody just looks so damn good. We're probably going to get a George Clooney cameo. Yeah. I'm hoping that Matt they Damon. do. It's going to be Matt Damon? I think so. Oh, boo, Matt Damon. But I'm hoping they're <laughs> going to do Oceans 8, 9, and 10, because then it'll be Oceans 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yep. And then they'll do Oceans 20, which will be like 10 men, 10 women. One hot. Oh, one hot. Like, that would be awesome. They could do that. Yeah. And, you know, we've lost Bernie Mac, and, and, uh, but, but we could bring back rest so many peace, of those, those great. Uh, rest in peace. He was the greatest of all yeah, time. He's a great but guy. Oceans 8, the trailer just looks my, so good. My favorite moment in Oceans 11. Where the fuck you been? It's such a good <laughs> F-bomb. One of two. The other F-bomb in it is, and if you get out of there, you're still in the middle of the fucking, fucking desert. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, who are you planning to rob? It's like yeah. uh, the, the Bellagio, the, yeah, the, the MGM Grand. And mm-hmm. Those are Terry Benedict's places. Like, that's so fun. I love that movie. So Ocean's yeah. 8. That scene is all one take? It's really. It's good. I did it's not know that. It's a very good take. Interesting. Um, it's a great Did scene. not love the trailer. Really? Did not. Was very I didn't love it either. Really? I didn't love I it either. I love Ocean's Eleven. Why were you disappointed? 
I just I it didn't pull me in. Okay. You watch the trailer for Ocean's Eleven. It's a good trailer. It like pulls you in mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. This trailer, I'm like, this is a fucking stellar cast. Mm-hmm. Why am I not vibing with this trailer? Right. So I need okay. I need another trailer. And I, I, I they didn't vibe with me because I only saw the Ocean's movies because I had nothing else to watch. Mm-hmm. Because that's when I would go to the to the video rental store mm-hmm. and be like, well. I mean, I hear these movies are great, but mm-hmm. I just, I'd never seen them, so I yeah. would just get them. Mm-hmm. And I ended up liking the movies. Yeah. And so that's how I got into it. So this... It's not high priority. It's not high priority on yeah. my list. It didn't even make my top 10 at all. Oh, for sure, so. for sure. But um, I have a feeling, I'm hoping at least, that the movie is great. Yeah. That it's something where we can even... Because now when I watch a trailer for any of the Oceans, I get excited because I've seen the movies. Yeah. So when I watch a trailer for Oceans 11, I'm like, I love this trailer because yeah. I love the movie. I'm right, hoping the right. same thing happens with 8, and I'm hoping that uh, that it's really solid. So. Yeah. Hopefully. Here's open. My number one, A Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time, baby. That's my number one. My number one non-superhero movie that I'm Uh excited about this year is the cast and the idea that um, the book, which is beloved and is from the 50s, Ava DuVernay did something very specific. She passed on Black Panther to do this. That's what makes me excited about this Mm -hmm, movie. mm -hmm, She mm -hmm, had a lot mm -hmm. of freedom, it seems like, on the story and on this film in particular. She took one of the elements of the characters, the main character, Meg, in feeling like an outsider, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to map over that. The fact that she is of mixed race, mm-hmm. because that's a whole side of a human experience that is not usually told in yep. stories like this in big Disney movies starring kids. Yeah. Yep. So, and and when people started noticing that in on online and social media, Ava DuVernay was like, "Yes, I did that shit on purpose. Like, pay attention to what I'm doing, kind yep. of a thing." So, mm-hmm. there could be some. Mm-hmm. What I'm excited is she's taken this material that was fantastic and has so much potential, but I think she could put something into it that is kind of unexpected, but it could be mm-hmm. really, really emotional mm-hmm. and cool. And the visuals look amazing. Mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis, Michael Pena, my favorite actor <laughs> yeah. ever, is in this movie, right. and he's yep. like the bad guy. Yep. Yeah. Like, God, come on, it's gonna be great. So that's chef. my number it's one. Augustine, hit us with your list, Top dog. Ten list. <laughs> my number ten. And you guys can punch me in the face no, if man. you want. I had created six. <laughs> I know, right? Han Solo, number ten. Not excited to see this movie. Still don't know why it's being made. But I'm still gonna go you watch it. You haven't seen a trailer exactly. yet. Exactly. You're not wrong. I know. Yeah. I mean, I have no reason to root for this movie. Uh, because all I've heard it's is problems. Win you over. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's got to win me over. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to give it a high chance. I'm still going to go see it and yeah. hoping for the best. I'm not rooting that it that it doesn't do well because mm-hmm. nobody wants to waste their time with a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this movie does well. I don't know. Next one is Isle of Dogs. Dude, that was my number 11, dog. No, was it really? That was my number 11 and almost Stop made it. Stop motion, animation. I'm all in for any kind of animated movies. And this Wes is, Anderson. Yeah, so Wes Anderson animated movie. I'm, I I love Wes Anderson movies. Moonrise Kingdom was such a surprise. I didn't know <clears throat> I was going to love that movie I so much. I struggled so hard with this top 10 list because yeah. I yeah. was yeah. on there. Yeah. yeah. So were a couple of the other ones on here because yeah. that movie looks so yeah. good. It looks, it's it's in very intriguing. Yeah. If you haven't seen the trailer, go watch the trailer. If you haven't seen um, Wes Anderson movies, watch Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, go Fantastic. watch it. Mr. Fox is my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Oh, that movie's amazing. Everybody has different answers. Usually people say World Tenenbaums. Yeah. People say yeah. um, uh, Moonrise Kingdom's Moonrise always Kingdoms up there. Is, is Grand, Budapest Grand Budapest Hotel. Budapest Hotel. I love Grand Budapest Hotel yeah. so much. Keller yeah. and I went to San Diego together. Yeah. When we showed up in the hotel, we turned on the TV. World Tenenbaums was playing. I hadn't seen it for some time. Yeah. What a great movie. It's great. God. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's got a great distinctive style and I, I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to see this movie. Number, uh, number eight on the list is Predator. Nice. Predator, just, it's Predator. For every reason that Adam said, and I want to see Predator come back and scare me and thrill me like he did originally back in the day. Yeah, one uh, ugly motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that was number, yeah, that was number eight. Number bro. seven. Number seven, Ready Player One. 
And I put this, this fell far down on my list mm-hmm. after I saw that second trailer. It lost a lot of its luster. Honestly, that's why I didn't make it on my list. Yeah, it didn't even make that it on the trailer yours. was yeah. so good. The second one, I was like... I didn't know what was, what was in store for me with trailer one. Trailer two, after having some conversations with people who enjoyed the book, people who didn't enjoy the right. book, realize, like having that nostalgia feeling come over me and then leave and then looking at it again, I'm like, oh... This hope is the this story. Yeah, yeah, I hope this isn't like just some nostalgic jerk off, like a circle <laughs> jerk where it's just like, oh, look, this, 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 this. I'm hoping that all that stuff has a point, has a story, and that I feel connected to it. Ready Player One down on the list. Number six, Insidious, The Last Key. Ooh. If you, have you guys seen those Insidious Didn't horror it just come out? No. Or is it about to it's come out? It's about to it's come out. It's about to come out. Insidious, The Last Key. I'm a horror movie guy. I love horror movies. Dude, I'll go watch that with you. It looks yeah. good. It looks, it looks good. The Insidious movie franchise has actually scared me. Yeah. How, How many have there been? It? Which number this is, is this? the sixth one? I yeah. Think? No. Sixth one? Or fifth? It's up there. It's up there. No. I don't know. Insidious the same as Annabelle? It's it's sort of a spinoff. It, okay, it has so we've to had do with Insidious, the same kind of family. Insidious two, Insidious three. I'm asking you guys. I don't no, know. Conjuring was part of Annabelle. Yeah, Conjuring. Oh, sorry, Conjuring, Conjuring was part a. of Annabelle. So there's three. So this might be the fourth one. This I don't know. I'll look at Those the Conjuring and Insidious mm-hmm. all because they all have to do with the same family with with that couple. The um, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 losing their names. But, Better Amiga and, and Patrick. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly because they're a famous uh, a famous. Sort of parallel. There are couple. four films in the franchise: four. Insidious, okay. Insidious Chapter Two, Insidious mm-hmm. Chapter Three, uh-huh. and then that was from three years ago in 2015. Right. And then this and then year, the Insidious: last The Last. Right. Key. So I'm getting I'm getting that mixed up with The Conjuring. Then The Conjuring and Annabelle and all that Plus stuff. Plus, they don't give older women franchises. No, no, <laughs> they don't. And Lee so, Whannell wrote all of them. Lee Whannell was mm-hmm. the star of mm-hmm. and writer of the first Saw film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he directed uh, one or he two. He directed Saw three. Uh, th- uh, I don't the know how many movies? saws, but he but Lee Wanell directed Insidious yeah. three. Yeah, James Wan did one and two. Yeah, so. that's why that and that's another reason because of James Wan's involvement. Yeah, yeah, I know he can do horror movies. Like yeah. he's 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 a really great director when in it comes good to company. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good company. Number five, five Halloween because like that horror. Well, I mean, we saw Halloween out there in the outdoor movie yeah. theaters, and that movie <laughs> stands up, stands the test of time. Hopefully, movie. they're bringing it back to what made that movie really scary. I loved watching Halloween with you and Keller, by the way. That's <laughs> a, a good time. Number it was four. A really good Number four, Wreck-It Ralph wrecks the internet, or breaks the internet, I'm whatever you want to call it. Uh, it. It was a surprising hit for me. I, I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I did. Every time it's on TV, I still re-watch Wreck-It Ralph, the original. Uh, all those characters are great. A uh, lot of heart from that entire movie, um, and I'm really excited to see where they take this character. Hopefully, they don't Great. wreck them. Yeah, um, number three, <laughs> number three, Wrinkle in Time. It's gonna be, it's gonna be hopefully a really, really, really good movie. Uh, from the trailer, I got Tomorrowland vibes. Unfortunately, okay. Uh, okay. It, it had kind of the same look. Uh, sure. Hopefully, the kid acting is good mm-hmm. because from what I saw from it, it kind of looked like generic kid acting, but I have faith in Ava, Ava DuVernay. Yeah, I have faith in Oprah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like an Oprah head. I don't subscribe right. to like O magazine. Sure, sure, sure. Or like The Secret. <laughs> right. Or like. I'm, I'm yeah. not but hoping, if she'll give you a car, not, you'll take a yeah, car. I'm not hoping she run for president, but I'm like Oprah. You're dope. Yeah. And uh, The Color Purple is an amazing movie. Yes. I I trust in your acting. I trust in your Great projects. Acting. So uh, let's see what you got with the Wrinkle in Time. I'm so blown away by your number two choice. Yeah. Number two. Mortal Engines, Peter Pro- Peter Jackson. It's oh, gonna yeah. be another another passion project. Yeah. Last passion project he did was the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, King Kong. I, 
I will say okay, though, okay, okay. He was very passionate about okay, his yeah. favorite movie. Of all I time. will say, I would be way more excited about Mortal Engines if he was actually directing it. Yeah, mm. that's true. The fact that he's that's producing true. it, I'm like, great. That is a passion project. Love that. Uh-huh. Love the enthusiasm. Why can't you just direct it? What are you making? I right think now? he's still recovering from the Hobbit. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> also, like, no, also, can you also make Tintin too? Tintin. Mm. Maybe like Tintin. I love Tintin. If this tan-tan. one. That goes well. He might jump back on the Tan Tan too. Okay, and, and we have to go see Mortal Engines if we want to see Tan Tan. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You <laughs> paid to go watch Mortal Engines. Got it. <laughs> Number one most anticipated movie, Creed two. You're gonna do it because you're a Creed, and I love you, kid. Oh, and I love you, kid. This movie. I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever witnessed you cry, other than Creed two. I, did you see Coco with him? No, no, no we did not. That's, see yeah, Coco that's because him. you didn't. You yeah. missed. Co- have you seen yeah. Coco yet? <laughs> God damn it, Adam! This is over. This is, this is, this is goddamn over. We're not Fuck going this there shit. anymore. No. Well, there goes 2018. Done. <laughs> 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 I'm only honorary. <laughs> it doesn't matter, Adam. You're rolling deep with this crew, Adam. Know, you gotta watch this honorary? movie. That shit is revoked. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your, your che- card back. Your damn check, it. motherfucker. <laughs> you check to me. You check to me, and that's it. You better check yourself. You just check now. Check your card you in check because yourself you're just done. Yourself. You're not of the club. Also, Kaiju is eating British candy. Oh, uh, did he? Did he get it? Oh no, I don't think he did. Oh no, oh, maybe he did. I don't know. Yep, maybe. he did. Well, hey, get out of there. It's an it's anyway, a candy of passion and anger. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm sure he's eating worse stuff. Is it playing anymore? Sorry, hang on, I gotta look it up. <laughs> it is because oh, it's playing. It's yeah, playing. it is okay. because I saw it a couple weeks ago. Anyways, Creed two. Creed 1 was the best movie of 2015, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they have faith in this project, the fact that we still, even though we don't get Ryan Coogler back, it's still going to be made. It's anticipating, I'm, I'm anticipating this because of the hype off the last movie, basically. Like you guys said, I'm into the franchise. I, it, the, the momentum off of the last movie is carrying me into this, regardless of who's directing it. Mm-hmm. The, if, if the talent's still there, if, if, Ryan Coogler is still saying, like, you know, like, it's, it's okay. It's okay for so me to hand, hand it off. It's okay to hand it off. I'm like, okay, cool. Don't fuck up my movie. That's why this <laughs> movie is number one on my list because yeah. I'm nervous for it. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm all the emotions for it. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, even though Aaron Covington's not writing Creed 2, he's writing a Black Panther digital comic, which I, I think is pretty rare. I know. Rad. Yo, I know. really? He's writing, yeah, he's yep. for writing for Marvel. Let's Black try to get Cove back on the show, dude. I would love to. We gotta love to get Aaron Covington about Oh, let's get him back on the show. I'd love to read that digital comic. And, oh, uh, man. And he's been doing a bunch of other stuff, too. I'd love to talk to him about yeah. his new Yeah, projects, let's bring but, him on. Let's bring him on. You know, it's like, yeah, I would love to have him on, actually, to ask him, like, and I think we may have asked him last time we talked to him, were you guys thinking about sequel ideas? Because if Covington's like, yes, actually, we did have some stuff and they're yeah. kind of running with it, yeah. that would make me feel better than Yeah, like, exactly. No, we just envisioned it as a yeah. part one and yeah. that's it. And they're what they're doing is they're bastardizing it. You yep. know, he's not gonna say that, but yeah, still like he he wouldn't say that regardless, but if they had enough stories to where they could continue it and they're running off their ideas, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well Agreed. Agreed. It's gonna agreed. be a very intense year. There's so many really, yeah. really good movies out. Uh, coming out, I better go see Coco tomorrow before I'm murdered. Yep. Um, you know what's I, crazy? I, Some of these movies, especially in our top 10, uh-huh. 10 list, they might suck. That's a bummer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I hope none of them do. I hope they're all Look, great. man, my biggest worry out of all of them, mm, there's a couple. But I would say right now, other than Star Wars, is Sicario. 
Okay. Sicario mm-hmm. One is so good. Uh-huh. My my it's a different I heard, director. I heard there were issues with how they were treating some people on mm. the set of Sicario mm. Two. I don't tell yeah, me that. No. I'm just so you know, Damn. there was already some controversy. Really? My, my biggest yeah. worry is probably Ready Player One, and also because yeah, I've seen nothing about from one. it. Barbie could be terrible. Like yeah. Yeah, that that would make sense as something like yeah. that could be bad. Augustine, what's your biggest worry from your list? Uh, Creed, Creed Two, two. Yeah. definitely yeah. Creed Two. But all, every time a horror movie comes up, Halloween sure. and Insidious, it's yeah. just like, come on guys you know like i know when a jump scare is coming you can't scare me with that yeah. shit anymore yeah. scare me did another you, way did you see happy later. death day no but i heard it was good Dude, it's so good it looks yeah good. the yeah. fact the fact that blumhouse is doing that movie is the only reason why i'm like oh i think it'll be fun okay me and my little sister watch horror movies together all the time yeah. and she saw it she was like you have to watch happy death day and well, i was like it's oh. great really good okay. really good i'll take her advice uh, guys but Go let watch us know Coco and then watch happy death day yes <laughs> <laughs> guys let us know in the comments well what are some of your most anticipated movies of 2018 our goal here this year is we're going to try to cover as many of these movies as we can obviously we all have passions for different types of movies mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. it'd be awesome if we could all come here and talk about all these movies and Agreed. you guys can come in and do reviews yeah. of them and stuff i might get a cinema pass this year the little you thing. should yeah, man. Totally. it's really it's a good deal it's I a good deal so. um other than that we're super excited to be back We've got a lot of fun stuff planned for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people keep asking us about Road to Infinity War. Don't really want to commit to Ooh, one movie a week. I don't want to say yes, but I also kind of don't want to say no. So, I mean, just so like, stay you, you tuned. know, yeah. just talking about these movies, it's like... Uh, I know, look, I know, I know. Here's the thing for me personally. If we that. do Road to Infinity War, yeah. it has to be epic. Yeah, yeah. And I want Robert Downey Jr. to fucking show up at this yeah. house. Which is not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. Maybe we could get like... Maybe we could get somebody who was in an episode Iron Man of Agents 3? of S.H.I.E.L.D. We have, Maybe we, we get somebody Malika, who was in Iron Man 3. We have Malika here. She was in Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man 3. <laughs> I just want... I want it to be... If we do, I want it to be something really, really big. Maybe if it's something we can tie into something else. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people are doing the the road leading up to it. They're doing like 15 weeks of Marvel movies. Mm. If we end up doing this thing, I want it to be super, super big. So if you have any ideas... Leave those in the comments, too. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you guys are listening to the podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes. We're working on trying to get on Spotify. Make sure you guys are leaving reviews, liking all of our videos, subscribing, and sprinkle some love to the other videos on this channel. There's oh, a yeah. lot of cool stuff on this oh, channel. Yeah. We've got a lot of fun RPGs. We've got a fun, lot of fun other shows. Our anime show, Hyper Otaku, has now moved to Facebook, so you should go check it out there. Hector's and, uh, Star Wars show is intense. Pencils and Parsecs, right y'all. It's a fun time. Dude, Last night was fun. Kim was straight up like emotionally wrecked. Yeah. Kim is a phenomenal actor. Oh my she God. She is a Jedi. I am like pissing my pants every time <laughs> she goes off and does her thing because I'm like, yeah. fuck. I have How to, do I, I do this? Oh man, I got to not fuck this up. <laughs> and then you're like up. the sarcastic cat. Yeah. You know what it reminds <laughs> me of? Like in The Office, I think it was season, end of season two or season three yeah. or something. There was a scene where Jim finally told Pam mm. that he wanted to be with her. And she had to tell him because she was still engaged to Roy. And she had to tell him, like, outside of the office, she was like, mm-hmm. she goes, you know, your friendship means so much to me. And he's like, don't do that. Don't. And then mm-hmm. he has Jim, J- John Krasinski, as Jim Halpert, has the one tear come Ooh, down. Ooh, that's how you and know they're good. When Pam Beasley, when Jenna Fisher filmed that scene, she talked about how she almost lost it because it was so good. Yeah. And all she kept thinking in her head was like, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Don't, 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 don't. Like, do not fuck this up because uh-huh. he's killing it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel on that. God damn it. <laughs> Kim can't. Every time, they just, everybody does such it, a great man. job that yeah. I'm just like, don't fuck up, don't fuck yeah, up, don't fuck up. Which you can watch on its new time. You're the Wednesday guy who would come in and just fuck everything yeah, up I, anyway. So. Come in with a dumb fart or something. Yeah, exactly. Just, uh, emotions, oh, yeah. am I right? Like, oh, God. It. And you can also obviously catch Power Rangers Hyperforce every single Tuesday yeah. here yeah. on YouTube at 9 a.m. Or if you want to watch it live, 6 p.m. on the Twitches. Mm-hmm. Augustine. 
can you can you? find me watching movies all year at L underscore Santo Taco. You guys can find me at Hector is Funny. And do me a favor, if you like movies and you're listening to this in a podcast and you're already used to podcasts, check out me and my boy, Keller Knobloch, the Dumbs. Oh, that's right. We started a new podcast endeavor. These guys are going to show up on it. But the thing yeah, is, Yeah, I was supposed to be on there for Superman Returns. What happened? Yeah, well, we're switching it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because we yeah. asked you a year ago when we tried yeah. the first time. We had a couple of different. I mean, Augustine came on for Back to the mm-hmm, Future Part mm-hmm, Two, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we were like, let's let's ask these same people back, but to do a different movie. Yeah. So I'm gonna have you look at the next couple movies. You'll probably be in in March because we've got February covered. Because mm-hmm. only one movie a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have the first four. We having guests on there like Emma Fife. We're gonna have Clark Wolf on there. Mm-hmm. We've gonna we're gonna have Maude Garrett. We're gonna have my friend Marina Mastros. We're also gonna have. Uh, Sax Carr from Geek and Sundry is going to mm-hmm. be on there. Our buddy Eric Calderon is going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Some improviser friends of mine. You know, it's go- it's like we're, everybody. It's going to be great, but like we want to grab a really, really great movie that you either love or hate, or even if you're ambivalent, like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Let's just come and talk about it. But it's a movie a week, and it's going to take us ten years. So yeah. check out the 500 Greatest Movies <laughs> yeah. podcast ever. 500 Greatest Films podcast. You can look for it. It's on Podbean. It's you on should do iTunes. an episode with your dad, Hector. Dude, I will get my dad, yeah, and I'll be like, Dad, get, come and watch this movie with yeah, me. Exactly. That would be fun. That would be yeah. really good. And your mom. But, the, but, but also the plan, too, is like because we know so many awesome people, yeah. we're going to try to do the first year where like everybody just comes on just once mm-hmm. for, 52, for 50 Two, weeks. Yeah. And now we're already, we've already done like – so for the next 46 weeks – we know forty six people, so like you'll be on there for the in one year, and then we'll, you'll be back in twenty nineteen. <laughs> that's how that's how crazy. That's it's crazy. Be. It's that's crazy. such a crazy so, endeavor, dude. Yeah, but I'm gonna have you look yeah. at some movies, and Augustine, you're gonna come and talk about Amores Perros. Amores Perros in like two three months. We're gonna do Sideways. I'm gonna do Sideways because they filmed that in the area where I grew up. You're not gonna do Sideways. Oh, I'm not. I'm gonna okay. have another guest on for Sideways. Never mind. But when you come on for Amores Perros. We can talk about Sideways. But uh, if you haven't, I don't want to make you watch That movie was my first exploration into Mexican cinema, actually. Sideways? No, 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 no. Amores Perros. I was like, that's movie. No, no, no. Amores Perros. about white people drinking wine. Yeah, no, 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 no. Amores Perros. That's Amores Perros. Yeah, I was like, I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Some damn good movies. Yeah. It's going to be dope. Yeah, and some like bad ones, too. Of course. It's a great list. Yeah, it's a great list. It's from Empire Magazine from like, what, 2008? 2008. So they might put out a new list this year. All of the work that Kelly and I to know what the contingency plan is if they come up with another the list. The contingency but. plan is Keller and I are going to talk about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if they have an updated list that includes the last decade of films, we're either going to keep doing what we're doing and doing 2008, uh-huh. or we might do two movies a week. <gasps> and, Dude, and, that's and, and 20 years of work. T- 2008 and 2018. I don't know. Well, can I call Woo! Sicario then? It will, it will be on the 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 2018 list oh, if if that exists. So many as oh, we're doing yeah. this thing, there's so many movies where it's like, well, this would be off and this would be on there and this yeah. would be on there and Insidious might be on there yeah. because Saw would be kicked off. Yeah, because we just watched Saw. And there's Keller some movies like, on there that are they're like, well, I yeah. mean, it's 500 movies though, so yeah. that's a, it's huge a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways. Check that out. And Adam, where can people find you? Uh, you just find me at Adam Havoc on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure you guys are hitting us up on all social meds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm, we'll see you mm-hmm. next week. Yeah.